right, so we're going live now. We're live? Live. Live, Live. everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast hosted by a Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul, and we are joined by, you might think it is, but it's not the real Freddy Krueger. She's <laughs> <laughs> dressed like him at the moment. But yes, the very lovely uh, Kelly has returned. Um, yes, as soon as we mentioned like the horror season was up and that we were going to do an episode based on the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, uh, talking all things Freddy, she got very, very excited to the point where I was a bit scared. Yeah, <laughs> was almost too excited. <laughs> He's my dream guy. <laughs> yes. That's so, not a yeah. worry at all. <laughs> I'll explain why. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yes, and uh, Kelly has come with a lot of notes <laughs> that she's been threatening us with all week. Oh, mate, like, <laughs> right, all of those. And then I had to break into a new fucking notebook which is a big one <laughs> <Kelly> man <laughs> we've got this like nothing <laughs> so, yes. so we are fully in the spooky season shall we call it is that the de- definite title now yeah definitely um, yes uh, and i noticed that a lot of people has joined us uh today in the chat so thank you very much for for popping yes, along and wow and, um uh, these have been quite talkative already so <laughs> hope you can keep it up mm-hmm. uh, something that freddie always used to say but uh hey. so yes uh so before we start if mm-hmm. sam wants to get a disclaimer out the way and do a usual spiel now yeah i'll do the disclaimer i thought i was going to sneeze ah, it's still there it may actually happen yet uh so Everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you want to discuss anything from tonight's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group where we can have an open discussion. Uh, What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandoms. Let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Well done. This message was brought to you by The Voice, who was on the BBC. (laughs) I was waiting for that. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like I was in an aeroplane saying, your exits are here, here, and here. (laughs) But yes, um, that was the very dose of tones of Sammy, who was on very much on the BBC, giving that same disclaimer out uh, uh, worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) Worldwide on the BBC. That'll be the last time I bring it up. No, it won't be. (laughs) (laughs) That is a complete lie. So yes, um, so Sammy has her little uh, thing she likes to say as well. Oh yeah, Kelly, you've not you've not been here for this one, have you? What? You don't know, not here. What the hell? What the hell? What? How you doing? How you been? (laughs) I'm fine. So yes, this is Sam's little segment that she's yes. uh, caught, like, just bringing on herself. Trying to catch on. I'm trying to get her to catch on. How are you Fine. doing? How are you doing? How are um, you doing? So what, what have um, you watched this week, Kelly, other than Freddy? Other, other than the obvious. Other, other than Freddy, what have I watched? Fuck <laughs> all, it's all been Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. Um, I did, however get my child to watch Hocus Pocus and it was a bit of a dubious thing and I was like you know all parental should I he's only four he was a little bit scared of the witches and the whole mommy why is she glowing is she dead (laughs) (laughs) she's asleep pet she's asleep but he fucking loved Billy 
Billy right. is just like he's made, like he thinks it's amazing. So we ended up watching um, Hocus Pocus two mm-hmm. uh, today, and he was just like, "Oh, mom, look at Billy, he's <laughs> great, him." And I was just like, <laughs> and he absolutely loved the whole like Hoover Roomba thing, you know, the mm-hmm. continuation of you know, like kind of riding Hoovers into into the deep abyss of the night. Um, <laughs> he thought that was quite good. He, he really liked. Uh, Really like Mary. I think Mary would be his favourite. That that was this was Mary's movie. I don't know. I watched the Hocus Pocus two as well, and you could tell she was having the best time of her life in this movie. Yeah, she was (laughs) living her life. My girl Mary. Uh, I absolutely. I watched. I watched Hocus Pocus two last night. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Paul said I should have been doing my homework, um, but I still watched <laughs> it. It was uh, honestly, I was, I had a smile on my face the whole way through. I laughed, I cried, mm-hmm. I just adored it so much. Um, well, and the kids then, were amazing. The kids, oh, the kids oh, versions of they them weren't, were just. They weren't the pretentious teens you see in <laughs> now films, and I just absolutely loved that. Um, yeah. I did, I did make the mistake this morning of watching Blonde. I'll just, just, just don't, don't bother. Didn't bother. It's a pile of shit. Um, <laughs> and then I tried my best to watch four, Freddy four, and that did not go down too well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I did also watch Hocus Pocus two yesterday, and I, 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 I was a little bit worried because I'm like, say, as we did the podcast, I'm a huge fan of Hocus Pocus, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I thoroughly loved it. And uh, the only thing I thought the music scene was a bit forced, but again, that was always going to happen because the way that we had the first one, it was so flawed nicely and it, it mm-hmm. kind of fit perfectly. This one, you knew it was coming, so it felt a bit like, oh, uh, what they're going to sing. Uh, it was entertaining. Uh, Bette yeah. Midler is um, a phenomenal oh. on, like, when she when she goes wild. But as I said, it was a merry film. The only thing yeah. I felt was lacking, and again, this is just probably down to my preference as well, it needed a talking cat. We had a cat, but we needed a talking oh. cat. It really yeah, I mean, there was a moment. There was a moment I generally thought it was going to happen as well, and it didn't. Yes. There was one thing that kind of made us go, huh? Um, was Billy Butcherson's accent? <laughs> that was a choice mm. because I'm thinking to myself, you're from. I get that you're from like from. Is it New England? And mm-hmm. you know, you, you talk the these and the thous and the theys. But why are you talking like a Cockney? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't yes. get my head around it. <laughs> well, it was the whole, uh, was it everyone fleeing persecution from England on the Mayflower? <laughs> so it was all the like, you know, the, the religious nutbags who yeah. went over to America and colonised and created yeah, but more the co- shots of religion. <laughs> it's just it's just the really thick Cockney accent that kind of like, I thought it might well, have been a bit torn down. Yeah, apparently the um was it because um been like kind of obviously colonizing for a while and there's a place this is my, my English teacher thing there's actually a place where they used to um speak pretty much um Shakespearean English pretty much until hang modern on. day hang on chat how is it spoiling anything that Billy Butcherson has a Cockney accent no no we're, we're telling about like <laughs> non-speaking cats I've spoiled spoiled the film quite a bit couldn't give a fuck oh, if you haven't watched it by now nah. <laughs> <laughs> no Donner it won't sorry <laughs> not now <laughs> I've got that many lined up I'll always be next Which... year for Hope to Focus we'll do that next year ready for the third one coming out the following year because it's going to happen yeah. <laughs> of course 
<laughs> Sorry. Right. Should we do it? Should we get into Freddy? Yes. So I'll just see if I can get the music up, see if it works. Guys, My- tell us in the chat if this comes up. So I've got a little bit of the music in the background to play as we're doing it. So we'll, we'll not hear it, but next year will be oh. one to creep out to the other guys. So one, two, Freddy's coming for you. And all, all that scoop, spooky shit. Oh, you better lock your door. Oh, Bloody yes. hell, Donna, you are on one tonight, my girl. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this, we are all kids of the 80s. Like I say, around about the same age. Some of us are a little bit older than others me um (laughs) that one but yes uh, so we all got the experience of like not i wouldn't say how big the the nightmare and elm street movies were i would say that how big freddy was yes that was like the big thing he was on all the different marketing and things he was on child's toys lunch boxes for a child sex offender it was quite wrong <laughs> yeah yes yes yeah very wrong yeah but, well it's very problematic when you think about it now but back really didn't you give a shit no it literally blew up like like there wasn't many things that was bigger than freddy krueger um like say especially for us and it was during the time where a lot of movies were getting banned and we couldn't see movies mm. for, very easy but the nightmare on elm streets were very easy to come by um, like I say, the first one, I think that one was one where it took a little while to be shown on TV, but as yeah. soon as it did, all the others quite followed suit on Sky movies quite often. And mm. used to be on, used to go to Blockbuster and like sit oh. in, in the horror section and used to <laughs> point at that film and walk out the room so your dad can go and rent it out for you when you weren't supposed to. Um, or if you like me and Sam, the guy in the white van used to have a the guy in the white van. The man oh, in the van. We had Dan Dan, you... the video man, <laughs> and he had his van. Yeah, we had the man in the van. Did your man in the van have I used to shout through the letterbox, Dan Dan, the video man. He, had, he saw little things of popcorn and rainbow drops and stuff. Did he have Did he have candy floss? He well, might I was have. Had a candy, I was I was a candy, candy floss, floss machine. I was didn't have a candy floss. No, like I that, didn't have that. a machine. No, it was just bagged shit. You know what I mean? But it was just like, and then I used torch and showed up. It was 50 <gasps> pence for a fucking kid's video. Uh-huh. And then there was like a pound for the other one. See, I knew and I wasn't making this sister, up. My brother and sister always went for the horrors. And that's how I stumbled onto Freddy. Yes. Uh, my brother and sister were a little bit older than us. My, my sister was eight years older than us. My brother, 12. So I was like, kind of... Not really part of their posse, you know, because I was far too young. And one of my earliest horror memories is walking into the living room pretty much at the precise moment when Tina from Nightmare on Elm Street 1 is being dragged up the wall and across the ceiling. That is my first ever memory of Freddy Krueger. And I was just petrified, but my my interest was also piqued at the same time. But it was just, it it was absolutely awful. And I remember as a kid, like going around to my um, auntie's house and she was fine about my younger Mm -hmm. cousin watching like older videos. And I just remember the the VHS covers of, you Mm -hmm. know, like Dream Warriors and the one um, number four with all the car Rex mm. on the front, the 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 VHS art was just so stunning, and yeah. even looking the... at the back at the pictures of the kills and stuff, mm. I didn't watch them, but 
it mm. almost was like I did watch them because I could see those those yeah. stills, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that's one thing about the Freddy movies as well. Like the artwork was always phenomenal. Like that's why I wanted to showcase it. Like so, the people who like watching like online, they'll see all the different posters going like like next to our beautiful faces as well, um, just to show how vibrant and how ahead of the time a lot of the artwork was um, mm. for the Freddy movies. But because I, I was. Um, I, I didn't see the Nightmare on Elm Streets probably in the right order when I was younger, because um, mm. like I used to go around my cousins and watch uh, the like the Freddies and stuff, all the scary movies. But the first one they showed me was, as I said, was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Three: The Dream Warriors. That was the first one that I actually got to see. And I didn't actually see the first Nightmare on Elm Street until it was released on Channel Four, because they had. Um, a big deal that it was going to be shown on TV for the first time. Oh, so they had a two two movie matinee. So they started mm-hmm. off with a Nightmare on Elm Street. I think it was start that started at half nine and uh, nine o'clock on Channel Four, which again for Channel Four was ahead of the times. Then afterwards, so they were shown Alien. So they had a big like documentary beforehand, showing showcasing the two movies and seeing these like quite iconic like for horror movies. And that was like say when I watched the first one that's when I kind of got Freddy more because yeah. the other ones are a little bit slapstick and a little bit jokery. But to me, yes. the, the first Nightmare on Elm Street, and I'll just get a picture up of the the first um, heroine of it, like I say, because each movie had the, the final girl or the fancy. <laughs> so we got Nancy. So I've got a nice little image of Nancy Nick and the telephone there. Um, <laughs> but um, that was my introduction into them. Sam, what about you? What was it like yours? Um I generally can't remember. It's <laughs> um, such an impact on your life. He's just—he's all—he's always been there. That's how yeah. I see it. I, I can't remember mine, but I do mm. remember because I've always—I've said this on the podcast many times. I have a friend who got the obscure. Mm-hmm. She all she was the one who always had the the decent horror films, and she probably was the one who got us to watch it. But I remember my sister. And there's six years difference between me and Michaela. You probably can't tell, but there is. <laughs> um, and I remember her having to knock around with us one night and we were watching Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. We were watching some Freddy, whether it was Nightmare on Elm Street, I couldn't tell you, but it was some Freddy and my sister was there. And I like, for some reason, my a- adult brain kicked in at a young age and went, hang on a minute. <laughs> I have to share a room with this child. Um <laughs> Let's take her out of this situation right now. <laughs> Come on, let's go. I'm not. I'm not being responsible for them nightmares. Um. So yeah, I. I think he's just he's been there. Um. Mm. I didn't fully appreciate Freddie until I was maybe in my early twenties. Yeah. That's when I probably had more of an appreciation because my horror was old, mm-hmm. old school. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then it started to evolve. Like I think Scream might have been the the earliest start of Slash as far as in all honesty. And mm-hmm. then it kind of progressed from there. So probably in the early twenties is when I probably when I felt like appreciated Jason, Michael, that form of horror. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. But that's the thing because I think strangely the other like the ones you mentioned like Jason, Freddy, and stuff. Them are the more. Are taken, I know it's it's hard to say with a Friday the Thirteenth, but they are taken more seriously than the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Um, because, Even Jason, because, yeah, because as we went along, it become more of a comedy franchise, yeah. and like say, become yeah. a joke. And it's been, uh, like say, had the piss taken out of it for so many years. But if we go back to the first one, the first 
Nightmare on Elm Street, mm. that one is a pure horror movie. When it comes down to it, there's, it's mm. sadistic in ways and it twists things. And even the kills, there's not... Uh, there's like, not say, many. No. no it's, For a slasher, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty bloody minimum. I think what really sets... Um, I mean, obviously, what with it coming out in the decade of, of slashes, the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, you've got, you know, Halloween, you've got Friday the 13th. What sets Freddy apart was like this dream nightmare trope. Yeah, it was, it was not different. all of us have been a fucking Camp Crystal Lake, you know, <laughs> it's more of an American sort of thing. Yeah. Halloween was a very Americanized sort of holiday you know all about the kind of commercial sort of side and we've only just kind of stepped onto that now hey Um, speak for yourself I went to Don't Hill when I was a kid (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I mean but not like it wasn't yeah I totally get what you mean it seems more kind of westernized Mm -hmm. over there where this is more relatable because if you think about it we all fucking have nightmares Mm -hmm. we all have dreams and they, they they inject that sort of like kind of the you know, when you always dream about your teeth falling out and you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're running through treacle and they incorporate that in the films, like mm-hmm. when Nancy's running up the stairs and it becomes like goo mm-hmm. and she can't kind of get up the stairs. And it's it just it, those little things that we've all sort of experienced in our dreams mm-hmm. and nightmares are like incorporated. So you're thinking, shit, man, mm-hmm. this yeah. could possibly happen it's such a different way of of bringing a a scary guy into into he's not just you know he's not a michael where he just appears mm-hmm. and just starts going on a rampage he's not a jason who evolves because jason does evolve <laughs> <laughs> um he comes directly <laughs> from your fucking nightmares and it's yeah. uh, for me when I, i'm thinking about it today i was like he actually is quite he does stand apart from the rest of them, when it comes down to his like origins, I think his his arc is fucking horrendous. Mm-hmm. But his origins, like it's really different. Yeah, and the thing what like say kind of as Kelly hits the nail on the head as well, quite like abundant is with the sleep aspect. What I didn't realize when I was younger, when you realize when you're older, lack of sleep will kill you quicker than lack of food, lack of lack of drinking, like like anything like that. Lack of sleep will take you down whole lot quicker than anything else which is like I say quite like poignant as well when all these kids are trying to stay awake and you, you never quite got it when you were young you were thinking oh this piss easy to stay awake you freddie's not going to kill you but then you yeah. think about it, it's a sleep depression and only really touch on that on the later films like say when they talk about drugs to take mm-hmm. and um like like people going into like uh, almost mini comas and stuff like that because of a lack of sleep mm-hmm. but um i can say the first one as well it's like freddie's not a joke in this one as well like no. the elements and the way he attacks is vicious and and how he's kind of plays off uh the other people as well the only thing like say i i, I can say there's a few little elements that's negative on this one like say the main final girl nancy which is still tonguing freddie's phone in the picture was the most yeah, worst know, acting I've ever seen in a horror film. Two <laughs> dialogue, oh. acting shit. Yes, Johnny Depp and his crop top is shit. It's now, just, hey, <laughs> I'm sorry, like it's just shit. <laughs> do you know what? Me and Ant watched it a few years ago, and I do remember having like the shits put up as at some point, like you mm. know, over this film as a kid, but. 
I really watch. I could not stop laughing. Like it was, <laughs> it almost turned into a comedy for us, especially that final scene. It's not actually meant to be funny. And I think using our eyes of when we've seen like other horror films, which have really like, you know, fucking oh, impacted and, and shook us and like really mm. kind of put us through turmoil. This, I mean, when was well, it? Who thought that was, it was a good it was it was 1984. Why I think couldn't it was... it, why why take it through the glass? Why not just literally hand through the glass and just yank her through the door? That would be much hilarious. more impressive. It was blatantly a blow-up doll from the of set course. shop down the road. <laughs> you know what I mean? She <laughs> was inflatable. She kind of like folded it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not meant to be either. <laughs> but but as, as I said, with a lot of these films, it's down to budget and choices that were made. Uh... Choices. <laughs> But, but I mean, I mean, you can't, you can't ever fault the fact. I mean, this is Wes Craven here, and this mm-hmm. is like, I think he's like, you know, he's his first sort, sort of yeah. like, hurrah, mm-hmm. and he went on to, to do some incredible, you know, mm-hmm. horror films. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which, you know, is one of my favourites, The People Under the Stairs. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And uh, one of the um, the girls who are, is in um, the, the fifth film, she's she's in um, People Under the Stairs, and. She's um, friends with a girl called Alice, and then the main girl in People Under Says also called, called Alice. Alice. There's like l- little, mm. like sort of crossovers yeah. and stuff. And yeah. Wes Craven has just like he is a, just an adored and universally like revered horror director, mm. and this is what like forged him in there. You know what yeah. I mean? So even though now we look at it with our <laughs> our actual eyes and we think, <laughs> what the fuck is going on at the time? You know, I still think it's entertaining. Was... I still it think it's entertaining, definitely. definitely. I, I, definitely. See, I, I, I've still got a soft spot for the first one. I do think it's a genuine horror film, and there's actual scary parts oh, in it. Like, 100%. Um, there's still some I, funny bits, though. Yeah, oh, no, 100%. But, like, the little bits that, like, kind of freak you out, like, it's, it is Chrissy's, uh, the the blonde lass. Is it Chrissy, or am I getting mixed up now? Tina. Chrissy, wake up. Tina. 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 Tina, Christina, was it? Oh, Tina. Um, yes. Tina with a blonde bob. Yes, her death in the first one. Like, say, when she's getting rived about on the ceiling and he's just watching that. Again, like, say, because these are the things where they used a lot of practical effects. And, yeah. Like, say, in the, especially in the first one. Um, and how he, how they did that, that was just brutal and, like, say, not easy to watch. And no. seeing, a, seeing, like, say, a, a boyfriend who was, like, the, the teen bad guy and teen heartthrob and stuff, um, like, say, being blamed for it. Then, then again, his death as well is so, like, when it's, like, you see the, the blanket where it's got, like, a pipe around it and going around his neck. And yeah, it's, to, and, to, yeah. To show that he's, like, looking like he's going to hang himself. Even that is, like, it's just uncomfortable and not nice like because you can you can feel like say like the tension and everything and how no one's believing them and they're getting more and more sleep deprived and nancy's bags are getting bigger and bigger um (laughs) she gets that fucking streak in her hair (laughs) yeah Yeah, the streak i never really got the streak i was like i want to know i want to know how you go about getting one of these naturally like, cause it happens know, in all the guys. Yeah, it happens in all the guys where she gets this like beautiful streak through the hair. Like, how 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 does this happen? How scared have you got to be? <laughs> but those first two deaths that you've talked about, Paul. What what I find pretty harrowing about those is the fact that <clears throat> we know that's happened because of Freddie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so believably 
not Freddie as well. So the fact that he is actually a murder suspect that could have happened, you know, mm. as a murder, his hanging could have mm. been himself. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, one thing I don't really get is um, picking up on uh, Rod's death. In the he mm. wasn't having a nightmare. He looked fucking peaceful as fuck <laughs> yeah. having a sleep in that jail. And yeah. then all of a sudden, so there's little bits where I was picking up on where I was just like, that's more life. But looking at like the film franchise as a whole, it's that idea that Freddie's gaining power. So mm-hmm. he can kind of manipulate things in reality because of the power that he's getting from the fear yeah. of mm-hmm. the people he's, you know, kind of preying on. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I say, it's just those, those, that Tina's death, especially, and her um, subsequent cameo in a body bag. Yes. Is fucking. <laughs> Fucking awful. Seeing your mate being dragged by an invisible force yeah. through a fucking corridor. Nancy! Like a <laughs> the thing is, though, because that, like... that must have been filmed in a school as well. So they must have had to get permission to do that. I don't know how, like, how they would go about this, like the premise. Oh, so what are you going to film in the school today? Well, I'm going to get a teenage girl, put in a body bag, and drag her through, uh, leaving a blood stain. How's that going to go down? Let's find out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's it starts setting up the rules. Like the it it reminds me back to like kind of scream where um he he states the rules. You know, like don't Mm. have sex; it'll get you killed. So Tina and Rod are fucking dead meat straight after they've you know you know had some like you know copulation. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But but what I found a bit weird was um the heavy religious sort of iconography. Oh. Everyone's got a fucking crucifix on their fucking wall. Yeah, but to be fair, wow. though, this is America. Yeah, this isn't the northeast of England, you know. Yeah, it's, where we, it's, where it's, instead of crosses, we had mining lamps. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> got a fucking crucifix, right? This fucking old crucifix above a fucking... Um, kitchen door mm-hmm. and like she opens the door and people just see it and think fuck I'm getting out of here because these must be fucking crazy happy toppers you know I what I mean she's, oh, 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 she's, just, oh, she's protecting you against Freddy that's all she's all I'm saying exactly <laughs> there you go um, I've got one in my kitchen I got from uh, the Sacre Coeur in Paris I've got Tanya I've got Jesus hanging on and everything it's on me uh, I don't know why I've still got it it's just there <laughs> Oh, yes, um, I mean that whole good evil sort of yeah, thing, like, yeah. um, and the rhymes, you know, like, as I lay me down to sleep, I pray mm. the Lord my soul to keep if I should die before I wake. But isn't like, yeah, I went through a phase of saying, I went through a phase of kind of like not just not saying it out loud because remember I shared a room with my sister and I did not need to freak her out. Um, mm. but I had a, a it's the Freddie song itself, mm. the one mm. two for that. Right. I remember kids on the playground. Mm. Like singing it, singing it, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I guarantee you've not fucking seen it. Yeah. Like, nah. the, the jump rope song. I mean, th- that is just like the common like thread there. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me back to like you know the episodes you guys did on like urban legends and stuff. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. was an urban legend. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I didn't quite get was why he's back. Because mm-hmm. um, it's Wes Craven always kind of like put forward. This is not about a molesterer. This is about a child murderer. No, yeah. no. There, there was because he want because I read differently that it was meant to be Wes, Wes Craven wanted it to be a child molester, but the studio right. said the studio or murderer, or murderer, because 
because child molester doesn't play well in audiences, but child killer. Yes. That, that's what could get away with the that, 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 that we can accept. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I get it all. Yeah, so I, do, I don't understand because they say like he killed like 20 kids mm-hmm. and the parents like killed him. But then you've got their kids. So did Nancy have a, a sibling that was killed by him? Yeah. Oh, could they not like... just be? It almost was like a um, oh, Frankenstein's like... monster kind of scenario, wasn't it? With the pitchforks mm-hmm. and that. I do love the explanation you get of it later on because I've seen the beginning of Nightmare on Elm Street about several million times today, mm-hmm. thanks to uh, a certain service that I was trying to find uh, buffer, for buffer, one. Buffer. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm not good. I'm, I'm not the most patient person, you know. <laughs> um. And it kept coming up the beginning of that, and it was just showing you a tiny little box, mm-hmm. showing you him walking up to do his his what do you call it his knives. But mm-hmm. did you? I can't remember if you got an explanation as to why in the in, first one. In the or first did you have one, to wait for that. In the first one, it just basically says Fred Krueger was a child killer. That's when he's just talking to a drunk mum. And right. uh, she's trying to get her dad to like, say, look after them and saying, uh, Kruger's dead. We killed him. We torched him. Uh, he got off with a technicality. That was the whole premise of it. But you never find yes, out what that technicality Yeah. Someone yeah. mislaid some evidence or something like that. Uh, so, uh, mm. or someone didn't have the right warrant when they searched or something like that, some kind of bullshit reason. Um, mm. Yes, yes. But, so he went off scot free and they dealt but, their own sort of justice. Yeah. But, Going back to what Kelly said earlier about the killings being like almost like framing like the kids or making it look like suicide, we come to probably one of the more famous deaths uh, in like the Freddy franchise. Where where do you go with this one? How do you prove that he killed himself by sucking himself in their own bed and then having blood dripping off the ceiling? So did, was right, this I'm I've got to fucking jump on this twat now, right? Right. I I'm fucking... gonna. I'm gonna. Sh- well, before we do, I'm gonna show the video so you can talk about it as it's going on. So <laughs> I'll press clear. So that's playing as well. So we'll not hear it, but the the chat uh, will. But yeah, lay off. Lay off some knowledge. Let, lay down the, the the theory of Kelly there. Right. Which is I, think death, <laughs> I think this death is fucking shit. Right. right. Because... Oh my god, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Cannot, you cannot explain it away and how the fuck can you explain someone getting sucked into a fucking bed and then their, their blood being crushed and the thing is the way they filmed it, the films are upside down so yeah. you can see the blood and it's on the ceiling and I'm thinking you don't heard of fucking gravity <laughs> it's all just collecting on the ceiling and I'm like that just doesn't make sense. And his mum comes in and has a fucking look and there's just blood going to the side because obviously they've got this fucking makeshift room that's probably on fucking, like, you know, <laughs> wheels, you know. And apparently that was really fucking dangerous because um, a lot of the blood, because there was, like, a lot of blood, water mixed in. And they had, like, loads of, obviously, you know, fucking electrical things <laughs> that was going to set on fire. <laughs> Yeah. So there was like a get massive. <laughs> so, I just think it's a really fucking gash death. I've got to explain it away. Well, I've got an answer for you. It's called movie oh, yeah. magic. Yeah, it's called <laughs> movie, movie magic. magic. <laughs> movie, movie magic. You just don't need to ask. Right. It's the answer for everything. Yeah, like I said, I had this argument during Hocus Pocus, and she just going movie magic. I was going, it doesn't movie. make sense. It's movie yeah. magic. You just don't. You just don't need to ask. Yeah. Me and me and Newton, fucking gravity man, are like that. 
Christ. But the, but the only thing that... God, I don't that, get the blood. Don't but the only thing that bothered me as well is when Johnny Depp got pulled under the bed, like the TV and like the, like the stereo got pulled in with him. That must have <laughs> fucking hurt. <laughs> it must have fucking hurt him when he landed on him. Because they weren't like... Him before the fucking glove did. We're, we're, we're not talking about like small TVs like back in the day. These are talking about like... No, there was like the big ones with a big back on them. Yeah, we needed about three people to basically... Uh, to basically pick up this thing and it was just thrown on a teenage Johnny Depp in his first teenage role with his half a top one as well. What the fuck was doing with the half tops? I've, I've never got these. <laughs> I just don't get it, but Goodwill's just probably, this is my comment of the night. So last week, Paul was bringing up health and safety violations in Disney movies. Kelly is now banging on about physics in Freddy movies. <laughs> That's my, that is my favourite comment ever. <laughs> the blood should have been falling. From the ceiling like rain. <laughs> oh, that's so like, funny. Instead of purple rain, it should have been blood rain. Oh, yes. It's upside rain. down land. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, yes. But, oh, Lexi, I our heroine of the day, Nancy, I'll get a picture up again. Um, she defeats Freddy by taking away his power by turning her back on him. After she does a fucking horror home alone on his ass. Yes, yeah. Brings him out <laughs> and does the, the fucking the, the lamp bulbs and the, the fucking hammer in his fucking piat and then the yes. fucking exploding bloody light bulb and shit. It's like, what the fuck? And then when he Daddy, got set on fire, then, then we got set him set on fire, then all of a sudden pretty put on about 17 stone because he looked quite like a heifer when he was setting on fire because his mask grew to that big because they put the fire retardant uh, stuff before. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so they had the fires stuff on and then his costume on the That's top good. of it. Yep. Oh, my. oh my God, I need to rewatch this film again. So that bit was absolutely hilarious. But yes, so then we got the ending that we talked about where Nancy takes away his power and it's like, oh yes, it's all just a dream and it's like, oh... And the way it kills his ma, the ma, the ma, this is fucking ridiculous. She's pissed in her bed after all that vodka, right? And then you say like... The g- so she's high, oh, highly fl- flammable then. <laughs> f- fire, fire man. <laughs> Doing that. And then he disappears, they put the fucking sheet on her, you know, to get the fucking flames out. And then you just see the skeleton going into the depths of the bed world with a fucking hand doing this, like something out of a fucking ghost train. And it's just like, she died in her sleep. I was like, she was sucked in a fucking bed. <laughs> and, so and, and then her dad just goes to Nancy and goes, are you okay? I'll, right? I'll, I'll leave you in this room <laughs> as everything's kicking off. <laughs> it is so funny that this is the first <laughs> one and Kelly's already kicking off. <laughs> but yes. Um, so, it, so it ends well. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it hilarious? Isn't it hilarious how Americans deal with grief in yes. movies? It's and absolutely it hilarious. Down downstairs? <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> your mom, who I've spent a lot of years with, I know we're divorced now, and I know she's a chronic alcoholic, but I've just seen her, like, you know, be sucked into the depths of hell via her bed. You know, that's fucking uh, skeleton still alive, still wearing a fucking nightie and grabbing a fucking vodka bottle, giving it that. Oh, Patty, you all right? Down downstairs? She's like, I'll be there in a minute. You fucking idiot. <laughs> So then, so then, so then, so then the car, the, the car suddenly becomes Freddy as well. So the car drives off. That car is fucking mental. That and, car is mint. 
Yeah. But then we don't really get like a full ending because we don't know what's happened and we move on to what is part two. <laughs> no, I think part, this one gets a lot of hate. I think when you talk about the franchise, <laughs> this one, but the thing is, oh, we, it does change it about quite a lot because with every single Freddy movie, all the, all the final people are female. This one, the change up, we get a final meal. So, and it's all and there is, and there is so many undertones about sexuality and being like out the closet or being gay. The um, closet, and, um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, because that was the whole supposed to be identity of supposed to be, uh, like I said, the second Freddy. Um, but yeah, this one had a lot of choices. We had our main guy that was Jesse in this one, and I've got his picture next to him with his rocking cool uh, shirt. Cool. His, uh, fancy, fancy lady that uh, was always like one of my favorites, like of of the franchise looks wise. But that's only because I've got a soft spot for redheads. Well, <laughs> I love so, the gingers. Yes, I thought I generally thought I watched two a mm-hmm. few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I did not. I watched right. three. Mm-hmm. So when I, oh. so I was very confused today when I was looking through the list of what I needed to watch. I have not seen two. Mm-hmm. I, but I thought but I thought I had seen it. And it wasn't until I was in the car with Anthony I was like, Well, isn't that the one with the prime time and shit? And he's like, No, 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 no. no, no. And I was like, Oh, okay, so I've not seen two then. <laughs> So Freddy okay. Two is Freddy Two is all about domestic abuse from parents because his parents right. are fucking horrible. Um, yes. His teacher goes to an SMS SNM club, and he likes uh-huh. to he likes to punish young boys. Um, yes. Again, holy run, shit! There's uh-huh. a lot of there's a lot of Top Gun action where they're running around with the tops off and sweating and like uh, playing with the boys. They might as well have just had a, a volleyball session in there, but like say it was all there. Um, that the eighties hair, there was a lot of eighties hair in this. Um, like all the girls had like the big wigs and stuff oh, like that, hey. and, and wanting to be with all the boys, shall we say? Um, but yeah, like I said, this one was weird because it's not Freddy killing people, he's possessing Jesse. Yes, oh, and I thought that right. was actually a good sort of like like um mm-hmm. a way of kind of getting back into Springwood, mm-hmm. as it were, because mm-hmm. um you've got the moving into this house and they end up moving into Nancy's old house. Um what I thought was quite key was um you always associate Freddy with the boiler room. Mm-hmm. But now this is when the house becomes mm-hmm. the image and Freddy's home, as yes. it were. Whereas it was just the place where we like tortured Nancy. So that, that's a little bit of a thing that I kind of think, hmm, hmm, hmm. anyway, it always incorporates Nancy's house to have a boiler room. Oh, I've just flung me smoggy. Uh, <laughs> boiler room like downstairs. But mm-hmm. um, you've got certain things that happen. Um, so the house is always really hot. There's something wrong with like the heating. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also finds um Nancy's diary. Yeah. And it's almost these things that kind of um ignite, oh, pardon the pun, ignite <laughs> this kind of memory that he doesn't <laughs> even have of this man who then <laughs> becomes part of his dreams. <laughs> but he doesn't have the power. Mm-hmm. to attack people in their dreams because they don't remember him or they don't know him. 
They remember mm-hmm. that urban legend, right. but that's it, and it's not taken seriously. Mm-hmm. So he uses this Jesse person to gain power through the kills. Who mm-hmm. a fucker, you know? <laughs> what, what, what pressure to yeah. be under, you know what I mean? Like it's you a know, loss. being the vessel for Fred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the only thing, the, the, the only thing that I remember this one is like. The, the bird, the killer bird in this one. Where the, the bird that goes, fucking budgie, that budgie gun's berserk. The, put the so, budgie, the budgie burns. It's too hot. <laughs> Mind you, when I get too hot, uh, it's like, you know, when people get I'm, hungry. But yeah, when but you I don't spontaneous hot, combust. You don't explode. Fucking close to it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, me too. Uh-huh. When I, if you've ever seen me hungry, which Paul has on many occasions, <laughs> and I am an awful person, and I probably would just blow up. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm, I'm like hot rate if I'm too hot. Like, if I've left me socks on while I'm having a nap or something, I'm like, fuck, get these socks on. Yeah, me too. I go, I go on ridiculous. Like, ask, I'm, I'm hysterical when I'm hot. <laughs> hot or hungry. But definitely. The, fucking, the, the birds are asleep. They've got the fucking bird towel sh- over the over. cage. Oh, and right, sheet. It just yes. go like this. Yeah, and you think, "Eh, what's going on with the birds?" And then the bird gets out, claw on the dad in the fucking face, gone for the little girl. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, just fucking, uh, fucking firebird. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? This one's always interesting as well because it's not because when Freddy comes about, he's not waiting for people to fall asleep in this one. He's just because, like you say, he's possessing Jesse, and like you say, he's trying to get powers, so when he's coming out, he's kind of de-skinning Jesse as well, so he's coming, like, like there's a scene where Freddy's oh. coming, comes out of, like, Jesse's, like, the claws comes out of the hand, and you see Jesse's I think I've seen that. peel off yeah. him and yeah. stuff like that. Um, like I say, there's, a, again, not very many deaths in this one. There's the one where he kills his gym instructor, which is basically yeah. very SMM bondage in the showers. Um Yes. And then, he, then he then he kills his sort of best mate, who's like this jock who just wants to fuck everything. And he gets, he's like, "Can I stay in your room? I just want to see you. I'm going to be safe." And he's just like, "Fuck off, man!" And then then he kills him because that's the time you see Freddy coming out. But then he goes after like uh, like Jesse's pool party. Fuck me! Pool. I need to talk about this pool party, right? right. My God. <laughs> Oh, well, I've wrote notes on the fucking Right, <laughs> so, we're there. Goodwill's corner's out. <laughs> right. Freddie Gans at a, a pool party uses Jesse to enter reality because, as you said earlier, it was like the sleep thing that kind of gave him the power. But mm-hmm. now it's obviously he's gained power from Jesse being asleep and possessing him and doing the kills. And now he's like, hey, I'm going to this pool party. And it's this like redheaded lass who he's like got the hot spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, just it's so fucking middle class America. We've got the fucking pool, we've got the fucking barbecue, and everyone's like, yeah, it's a fucking pool party, fucking 80s music on the fucking cassette tape and shit. And he just guns and just the, the pool starts bubbling like a fucking slow cooker. Oh, um, I've you've, seen that. You get, you've like, got, electri- like, all the fences become like electrified and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> how are you going to explain that on Monday morning? Oh, great party, you know, everyone fucking died. <laughs> and and Freddie keeps on and Freddie keeps on disappearing and reappearing. Yes, because he jumps uh-huh, out the window and he disappears. Yeah, so people are like thinking, yeah. what the fuck's this guy? What kind of drugs is he on? And he walks into a wall yeah. and bursts into flames when he when the lasses get, I love you, Jesse, and all that shit. Um, 
And what? he turns into Freddie while he's necking on with her. And his tongue's all like... <laughs> <laughs> That got a lot. I, got, I heard a rumor that got, I heard a rumors that got a lot of girls excited. I don't know, could have been, but. <laughs> and she thinks, oh, he doesn't like me. And it's like, no, he's got fucking Freddy's tongue pet. He thinks he's gonna kill you. You know what I mean? He's doing it, save you. <laughs> to be fair, though, she she believes him. There's not many lasses out there that's only met him like two weeks ago, and now. Like believes that he's been possessed by an undead sex offender. But yeah, uh, <laughs> can, can we just can we just can, can, I, can we just stop? Can we talk? And we talk about the best thing about Freddy Two. What the fuck's that? I'm going to show the picture now. The end. So, no. <laughs> well, close to when Freddy when he when she's going to hunt down Freddy because she's basically in the, the boiler rooms, and we get the fucking Rottweilers. With wearing just plastic masks. Oh, the, is this the dogs? Is this what yeah. you were talking about? So I've put um, a picture up now. Landmarks. Oh, okay. So I've put a picture up now. It is probably one of the most horrific things you'll ever see. What but... the fuck's that? Fucking <laughs> shit. Fucking shit. What's and that? Then... That's the mask right, that they use dog. for the dogs. The fucking mask. Dogs? Yeah, they're dogs. two dogs guarding the door. It's like Freddy dogs. And basically, you just with had children's faces. Faces on the mask where the dogs weren't comfortable wearing them so they were looking down so you never really saw the fear so it's kind of like this glimpse of, watch it you're like what the fuck them are horrific I'm not fucking looking <laughs> that's a freddy dog <laughs> it's fucking shit and then when when she's in the boiler place and my husband like walked in on us watching this and he was just like kelly what fucking piffle are you fucking watching here and there's like a bad ta- this is is that if anyone's seen that like um fucking site bad taxidermy Oh my god, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's what that it can be described as a bad taxidermy cat. So she sees a little mech. She doesn't like she doesn't like rodents for some reason. She was freaked out by a rat earlier. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. And there's a little mouse coming along and then this fucking bad taxidermy cat goes <laughs> and fucking eats it. And I'm like I was totally getting what? Chucky vibes off that picture, mind. I generally thought it was like a Chucky doll, like just no. burnt up. Kelly, oh. the chat are <laughs> demanding. Freddy versus Kelly. <laughs> I'd fucking win hands down, eh? And then now they're calling you Fr- now they're calling you Kelly Kruger. <laughs> Honestly, the chat is on fucking fire at night. <laughs> but yes. Um so, that, so then we get the because how Freddy gets defeated this time is when the girl, I can't remember her name now, because I'm sorry, it was a bad movie. I'm Lisa. Is it Lisa? Lisa. It is. I've written it down. Fucking Lisa. Uh, Lisa, yes. Uh, she basically says, Jesse, I love you. I know you're in there. And, and then, she next on with Freddy, dirty bitch. Uh, uh, she kisses Freddy, and then Freddy sets fire to the boiler house, and you think, oh, no, Jesse's going to be dead. And then we have, like, a, a Ghostbusters 2 moment. A Ghostbusters 1 moment, sorry, when the, the terror dogs <laughs> break out, and he starts breaking out of all the, the, the Freddy shell, and he's sitting there. <laughs> 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 Fucking he, Freddy shell. <laughs> he doesn't. So he breaks out the Freddy he shell. He does. <laughs> And then that's the ending. It's basically them two hugging together, going, it's going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. But that's not the ending. They're on the school bus. And he's freaking out. Because the the initial, the the intro, is his nightmare on a bus. And it's ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. But we'll just leave that. Because it's fucking... Movie magic. Watch it, you'll understand. And so, yeah, it's just like the mates, like, oh, it was a great party. And, like, blah, blah. and then all of a sudden, there's just a fucking glove guns through her. And it's just like, ah, 
it always opens it up to I have, film. I have, I have been thinking about this very, very hard today about how mm. shit and how shit so the people are in horror movies because they don't, they, they don't, they don't win. Mm-hmm. They always think they do, but they never win because they always come back. Mm-hmm. Always. And I'm thinking, how shit are all, like, it really has like been a question that is like, ran through my head all day to day how these and how these like heroes of a movie not really heroic because they never win that's that that's been pondering in my little brain all day certainly we see that is if they win there can't be another film (laughs) movie magic movie magic but let's get to the, the to my personal favourite of the franchise. Dream Warriors. <laughs> so you hear the track before we start. Yes. Yeah, so Nightmare on Street Three, Dream Warriors, is when Freddy became fun. It became like say it knew what it was, and it started using the dream aspect more because yeah, like one and two. When you think about a, a movie that's based in your dreams and your nightmares. It's very based on real life, and there's not really anything fantasy or anything about this one takes the fantasy to it. And the premise, and again, it's got a pretty good cast. This one, when you look at the cast, yeah, because like, if like the main one, like uh, Kristen, was Patricia Arquette, yep, which awesome. is absolutely fantastic. Lawrence Fishburne was in this, this is like a little bit of a cameo, but he still has a good role in it. Is Larry, have you noticed for his name, they've got Larry. Not Lawrence, so it was when he was just like, you know, just starting out. Oh, yes. Isn't he Larry in Boys in the Hood as well? Yeah, but yeah. when he's like in a fellow, it's Lawrence. Yes, now he's, now he's taken seriously. <laughs> and, oh. and, and we do get the return of uh, Nancy in this one. So we thought Nancy had died. We don't know what happened between. Um, like I say, Nightmare on Elm Street 1 and 3, what, where Nancy had been. But now she's working as a psychologist on these new hypno drugs, which we'll come to in the later, in the later movies. Uh, dream suppressants. <laughs> dream suppressants that she's trying to mm-hmm. force onto the kids. Mm-hmm. But some of the best lines in this movie as well, and <sighs> some of the best like aspects. But this is, as I said, this is when Freddie decided, right, I'm going to go into the fantasy world and stuff. And... These kids, that's um, like I said, they're meant to be troubled teens, are they? Mm. Would you class them as a uh, troubled teens? And they're supposed to be the last of the Elm Street children, right? Um, oh, so I didn't get that. That's when I was the legacy, it. right? Um, they're the last ones. Um, it doesn't really delve into how or why they're the last ones because you've got um, Kirsten, Patricia Arquette's character, her mother doesn't seem to know who Freddie is, she's very sort of like, you know, mm-hmm. but you've got the intro, I, I dare say it's one of the best intros ever of um, mm-hmm. Patricia Arquette, like making the Elm Street house, the house that she's seen in her dreams, mm-hmm. and she's eating spoons of Maxwell House, and I brought my Ken Cordy calf. <laughs> haven't needed it yet, but we'll just put that on one side, like, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, so it's just got like, um, the way in which kind of like Freddie gets sort of like involved because they all start dreaming about him and it's mm-hmm. all the same guy and from talking um the kids in the it's almost like a is it called Whiston Hills like kind of yes like a, almost like an that's asylum. from Freddie versus Jason yes that's the yes counter fucking you it um and they're all dreaming about like the same guy and they realise they are 
Mm-hmm. And the nurse that's there is just like, no, the dreams are about sexual tensions and <laughs> unresolved childhood trauma. trauma. And <laughs> you can't be doing that. Whereas the guy, the doctor guy, he believes like Nancy and where she's coming from, what she's doing, because she's like, that she's seen it before. She's been there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So she comes along to, Nancy comes along to try and like, can sort these kids out. Mm-hmm. Accidentally puts one of them in a fucking coma, like, but you know, oh, just, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> to be fair, though, that was Joey's yeah. fault. He should never have wandered off with the blonde. He's a fucking sex pest. That's his <laughs> yeah, problem. That's what, but yes. Um, but with this one as well, because um, it wasn't, it was it Kristen, is she the one that can pull them into the dreams as well? Yes, yeah, she's, so, so she's, she's, she's got a gift. She's got a gift. I was going to say, she's got something. She was the gift of where she can bring them into the dreams, so then they can share the powers and stuff. And that's where they start like bringing in, like, see the power aspect. Like, you got the little uh, the guy who's like, I'm the wizard in my dreams. And uh, oh my god, you're the wizard guy! <laughs> <Did I? laughs> he's fucking stupid, him. And with the chair, the scary yeah. chair that chases yeah. him. What's <laughs> that? Scary chair. <laughs> you've got Will, um, you've got Will, uh, that's it. You've got Kincaid, who was like, the, like turned into the strongest man in the world. It was just the edgiest. edgiest uh, um, it was then you've got Tyron. Tyron, um, it was to get. I'm Tyron. also Tyron. I'm beautiful and bad, and just got the best Mohawk you've ever seen. Uh, oh, 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 beautiful and bad with a heroin addiction. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but then Kirsten becomes a gymnast as well, and she starts doing all these flips and and shits and stuff. I was good. What's that going to do with fucking Freddy? But yes, but you never. I dream. I like doing cartwheels. What I absolutely like to and again, we do get some of the best aspects in this f- the film as well. And I'm going to play a video and I'm going to talk about what, what I deem as one of the best deaths in the Freddy franchise as well. It's not it's, that one, is it? It's the puppet one. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry. No, because okay. it, it, this one just creeps me the fuck out all the way through when you're watching it. Just like, say, how silly it starts off with, because he's like this guy who makes these puppets um, out of paper mache because they don't give him a knife because they don't trust him. And yeah. one of the paper mache puppets who kind of looks a bit Freddy-ish suddenly turns into like a little Freddy. Um, and he cuts the wires and, and starts like going all Pinocchio and shit. Um, but then we see the most horrific... It's still... Makes us get all these veins out, out and, and it's uses... just like your veins are my strings. La, 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 la. <laughs> and but you see the tension and you like the pulling of, but it's just like it's just uncomfortable, and that's the best way I can describe it. Like as you're walking through, but mm. it's going back to like the first Freddy film where it's making it look like suicide. He's sleepwalking, so, uh huh, yeah. yeah. But who sleepwalks like this? But it's the it's the veins that come out, not just his hands, but it's the feet as well. It's just oh, it's like I'm watching it back now, and it's just making us feel like we're so <laughs> like like I'm trying not to look at the screen as much. But I see like, this one. I didn't. This one didn't bother us. It's the it's the it's the needle one that's there to the holes and a oh no. Yeah. Uh-huh. But well, like say, <laughs> oh, the God, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like the smile, like he's looking at his face, like he, they're in a secure f- facility as well. So, again, secure with my ass thing, got on a tower and jump out. Fuck me. Well, that's the thing. And, and everyone's kind of like just at the window as well, screaming at him, saying, No, wake up, wake Watching up. Watching him die. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? 
it's like like walking past the nurse and the nurses and realizing stuff. I know this was time before, like scared, but then he just walks through a locked door. Yeah, so that, that's it. And there's there's poor Joy. You can't speak. He just like says that's like he's the most useless person ever. But then in in number four, he can talk no problem because he was supposed to be his power in in three that he can talk in his dream. But in four, apparently, he can talk like normal. So we've <laughs> just seen the wee wide. So you can see the string thing in the back of his in the back of his pants. <laughs> and it looks like he shit himself. <laughs> Much you can see the string pack in the back. I got no strings to pull. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. But uh, it, it's it's like I say to me it. It's one of the more memorable ones. Yeah, almost just, definitely. And as you said, like this one as well, because like, we always talk about like like it, this has probably had the most eighties soundtrack ever. Like say when you're watching back, uh, thing. But here, the whole the whole gang's there standing at the window, screaming, saying, "Don't stop!" And he's just busy doing. He's like, because uh, I think they make a comment later on saying, "Oh, he, he sleepwalked off the building." It's good. Well, how did he sleepwalk when he was had his eyes open? Well, how was he asleep? But uh, yeah, that was one of my favorite deaths in in the franchise. Oh, there um, they all are. <laughs> no, St- yeah. Patricia Arquette's face has not changed, has it? No, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Absolutely stunning. Absolutely yes. stunning. So back. But to um, us what now. I find quite good about like this is my favorite one. Dream Warriors. Um, you start to see the origin story being set up here. You get a lot of nun sightings, and you're like, mm. "Why the nun? Why yeah. the nun?" So this is one when the the start the the one the the one hundred maniacs, isn't it? Yeah, child of a uh, child of child a of th- maniacs, maniacs um, where... and um, his mom Amanda Amanda mm. Kruger. Yeah, so, gets locked. Oh. Yeah, so they start talking about like Amanda Kruger being locked in uh, for a weekend, and the, the patients kept her away. And when they finally found her, she was pregnant with a bastard child of a hundred maniacs. Hundred maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> And you get oh, this ghostly, yeah, and she was like advising this, um, like the doctor dude, um, about like how to try and beat Freddy and stuff. But her advice was fucking shit. Uh-huh, it was gone. <laughs> it was like bury him in consecrated ground. It was just like we do it, and what happens? He fucking comes back out of a car boot. Yeah, yes. the shit. They're, they're not heroic at all. <laughs> they come up with really silly ideas. Yeah, it was it made me think the- all day. <laughs> <laughs> it says, was it um, Sister Mary Helena? That was a, a, a name taken uh, when she, she, you know, turned to the cloth. Uh, mm. The unquiet spirit must be laid to rest. <laughs> <laughs> but at least they give us, because like, oh, like, right. it was, then we found out how they got rid of like the body and how they weren't caught for killing Freddy. They, like, they, they had it hidden away. and um, that, In like, a car so, boot. In a car boat, and uh, like say, Nancy's dad. Yeah, Nancy's dad. But we get uh, Nancy's dad, uh, the return of Nancy's dad as well. Uh, and you find he's, out, he's hitting the bottle. Yeah, he's hitting after the mother. So we find out that the, his mother just disappeared and never recovered after that bed scene. So everything that did happen kind of did. But Nancy turned out okay. Even though she was on yeah, the like, separate suppressors. The, the most the most traumatic experience of her life and she still manages to get up and go to work. She is she is, you know, <laughs> she's a hero. 
<laughs> but this and one it is dies. <laughs> but, but as well, this one. That's right, it, she does, doesn't she? She does die dies. in the end. She dies in the but... end as well. Yeah. The, the, like I say, the final girls don't really last long in these type of movies as well. When it, when they come into the second films or the next film, they get killed off pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like you you got out once, you're doing yeah. it again. <laughs> but um, with this one as well, because uh, like they have to go through the like the realms of Freddy as well. Because as you've said, we do get all the memorable deaths in this one. Um, when the wizard's fighting Freddy, he's hitting him with all these magic powers and Freddy just goes, I don't believe in fairy tales and stabs him. Um, <laughs> and then and then we oh, get uh, we get the drug one where, again, it, it isn't oh. where he gets the syringes and he, and he injects her. It's uh, not that. It's the, the pop bloody, it's, it's the mock, the, the marks on her arms, the holes and the... And I'm trying not to make it too clip heavy, but this is the last clip I've got. I'm going to show it. The best line in any Freddy film ever. Uh, it's it's one again the greatest death scenes as well. It's it's got Zaga Zabor in it as well as like a little cameo uh, on the TV. Zaza Zaza. Oh darling, the rescue was class. <laughs> oh darling. <laughs> but yes, uh, when she's basically like trying to be a TV star, this young kid, and the TV goes funny. Even though she knows things are going crazy, she goes up to the TV and starts. Like seeing what's going on, I would have been out of the room like a shot, but that's just me. I'm not in a horror film. I probably wouldn't survive that long, but I think I would survive longer than this bitch. And I think this started the the whole like thing with Freddie calling people bitches as well, didn't it? Yes, yes. Uh, oh, is this the first have... time he calls someone a bitch? I, I probably is not the first time, but this is when it become big. It's more memorable. It's actually more of a, like a kind of it like, proper, proper em- yeah. He emphasizes on the bitch. Yes. It's just fucking funny though. It's really funny. It's just like you want to be it's on the, TV. It's the, <laughs> it's the delayed reaction to our scream. Like she hasn't even screamed because these arms have come out the telly. It's there we go. <laughs> it's like it's really tense right there. It's like, how does someone do that? Like, because it's meant to look like a suicide. How the fuck did she jump up in the air like a fucking pogo stick <laughs> and swipe her fucking heat through with she, a bloody box? She was determined to get head. But yes, But that's the, that's I think the premise for these. The idea with all the Freddies is so well and like see i think that's why it always stands as, t- as time and they're even talking about remaking freddy now um with the bloom house stuff but oh we've it's... gone sorry it's a stream unavailable oh Ooh. still there are we yeah it's still going are we still ah! there guys <laughs> okay <laughs> no i'm expecting oh. freddy to pop up in a little no, box as well no. people are saying oh no oh, oh no. no what Oh, I might have been taken down because of the clips. Oh, oh my God. Can you still hear us? I don't know so. the rights to these crisps. Cri- cri- <laughs> Violations? Oh, my God. Two, two seconds, I'll start again. Get <laughs> the fucking bed. I will get messages on uh, Doda Doda now. Where are you? I'll just put in the chat two minutes. Just blame Freddy. <laughs> oh, violations. 
Ah, so, so we can't do clips too often. So we should be back. Lesson up and learned. <laughs> Lesson learned. Hopefully we'll um, back two seconds. Let's have a see. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. Oh, it is. It's... <laughs> I'm just going to put myself on mute a second. Cool. The uh, the motherfucking chat as well. I've been talking about his pissing for the last ten minutes. Are you joking? <laughs> nah. Two seconds. We might be back up soon. So. Yeah, they've been trying to make us laugh by talking about pissing and me pissing myself and the fact that I'm not wearing trousers. <laughs> Cheeky bastards! <laughs> oh, we're there. We're there. So, to see so we're bit... back. Yeah, we're back. I, I can see us. Can you? Because it's not showing on mine. Yeah, look. Right, okay. <laughs> Panic over. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Yay! Hello. <laughs> lesson learned. What was the lesson learned today, Paul? <laughs> Can't put too many clips. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are cheeky. Right. Michael. Uh... I wonder if that's actually going to go tall off as well by <laughs> if it is it's one time yes. they do like a three strike policy thing I wouldn't worry about it yeah. yes so yes so, what <laughs> you? so lesson learned right we are at the end of dream warriors yes yes so it must be the basically the prime time bitch it must be a copyright and see <laughs> <laughs> so yes so Freddy Krueger come and get, got us there at a mild panic attack so, <laughs> yes. Um, so, so now uh, what, we're moving on to what I like to call the shit show of the Freddy Krueger universe, and uh, number four and number five. <laughs> we might as well talk them as one movie because it is pre- pretty much just a longer, longer one movie than. Um, can I ask a quick question before I totally forget to? Which mm-hmm. one's the one with the rap in? When does Freddy rap? I've been waiting for Freddy to rap and I've not yet found it. Was that Did... not on the series? There was a be... series? Yeah, there was a new Yeah, that, that, that ha, he had a series. And is that where he rapped? I think yeah. so, yeah. Oh. Doesn't rap in the... He doesn't rap in any of the films, okay. There's a rap at the end of one of the films, but it's not him. They have, like, kind of snippets of what he says, but in the t- he had like a TV sh- like show like spin off. Sort oh of thing. right, okay. Where All he right, gets I'll like kind this. of more comedic sort of dude. <laughs> Freddy Krueger's secret rap career. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> but yeah, Dream Master is uh, was it we're, we're up to 1988 because we're, we're pretty much every year. There's a there's a there's a Freddy film, uh, but the Patricia Arquette character. Um, well, Patricia Arquette said, "No, I'm not doing that again." Yeah. Um, so the recaster, the recaster, yes, so the recaster. Oh, the recaster. Yeah. yeah oh, was that? Um, was that? Is she on like right at the beginning with like a um, blue blue powder top and matching bottoms? Was that her? Yes. yes. Blonde, shaggy hair. She's like yes. right because yes. remember, I only got to see twenty minutes of it today. Um, <laughs> And Julian yeah. Kincaid are in this one as well. So the yes, two guys. I did. Yes, who I saw them the last too. One. Yeah. 
and all those three characters die <laughs> within <laughs> the first half an hour. <laughs> I got one death, yeah. Which which is a bit sad because I really love the 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 Christine character. She she you know and and um, she really fell flat in this one. Um, she didn't have that sort of like fight that she had previous, but mm-hmm. you kind of accept it because it's not the character from the last one. You just kind of like, oh, okay. So pretty much the first three deaths in the first half an hour is the the people from the the original, but now you've got this new protagonist, which is the sister of Kristen's boyfriend, Alice, and she's a bit of a fucking weirdo, like. Yes. She has these like daydreams and stuff of like things that happen. She's got a mirror covered in fucking pictures so she can't see herself. And there's this thing what she does every time someone dies, she takes a fucking picture off the thing and she can see herself. And that's when she becomes Alice. But the worst thing about it though, it, it, it's, it is ridiculous. Like um, when, like say, Patricia Arquette's character, I can't remember, is it Chrissy? Kristen. 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 Basically, when she dies, she gives Alice her powers. A gift. To, yeah. She goes, she goes, you can have my powers. And Freddy's, this is where Freddy's then Ripley's shirt off and showing where they're collecting the souls now as well. Um, oh, he's so left. And like I say, the, the people in this is so like embarrassingly bad as well. Like, they're so vapid. Uh, oh, like, they're just so like, shit. Like, Al- like Alice's brother is like a, a, a kung fu wannabe. So he, of course, he, he goes into a fight with Freddy Krueger doing all the kung fu shit. I saw him training. Yeah, he gets brutally It's killed. embarrassing, like, yeah, fucking yeah. montage. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking montage. And then she gets his gift when she when he dies, and then she's fucking nunchucking all out with the shite. And I'm like, you kind of do that? You do <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, you wanted to come on here because you love these films. You've absolutely <laughs> yes, shit <but> all over <laughs> <laughs> Is it because we made you rewatch them? Yeah, because I've, I've I've watched them with a fucking critical fucking mind, and then you've got a geeky mate who's got asthma, um, who gets a neck on with um Freddie, and he like sucks all the fucking air out of her, and she's like <sighs> inverse fucking blow up doll. She like kind of like just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> And let's be honest, Alice has got no personality in these two films. And I'm surprised they brought her back for the second one. Because the whole premise of this one is basically with Alice is gaining control of her dreams and be able to fight Freddy with this power. and and She's finding her identity by taking on the fucking gifts of all her fucking mates. Yeah. And and it's just not well done. And like I said, this, this... this nerdy one that's quite cool uh, and she's in it like for five minutes and creates this sound gadget. You don't know why this gadget was big. It's for bugs. It's because that girl with the big hair scared of fucking bugs. And Mm -hmm. she's like, this is a bug thing. And you're like, oh, great. Mind over matter. And I'm like, shut up, man. Um, I must say, one of my favourite deaths in this one is Joy's death because you know what? I don't like him because he's a fucking sex pest, right? (laughs) He could have literally been Freddy in another life. So he's lying in his bed, you know, being a, mm-hmm. you know, just watching Charlie. He's got like a fucking scantily clad maiden on a fucking mm-hmm. poster on his wall. And then he goes to say, he wakes up and she's not there. And the fucking freak has a waterbed, right? I really don't get waterbeds, but this guy's got a see-through waterbed. And of course, 
topless lady. I'm in the waterbed. Hello, oh, I saw this death on the compilation video. Yes. And then Freddie. Uh, yeah, best line ever. How's this for a wet dream? <laughs> yes. <laughs> But this is when but then Freddy's... his mum finds him. His mum finds him, and he's in the bed, like, yeah, like, how, dead fish. How can you... like, how did he get in there? How can you explain that he disappeared in the bed as well? So that's always the entertaining part. <laughs> <laughs> but um... and then Kincaid gets killed by cars. Yes, by cars. yes, I saw that. <laughs> uh, that's that's when I, I give in. Was it was just after that death, and just as you see the guy doing his training sequence which I found absolutely hilarious. And then his dad being a bellend. Um, and that's where I got up to. But the thing is, though, with Alice and stuff, she gaining all these powers, as well as Freddie's like, getting stronger, she's getting stronger throughout. So the final fight fierce off, she's got like ninja powers from her brother. She's got um, these uh, like, as strong as Kincaid. Um, don't know what powers Joey had, because all he could do was talk. So that, that just was weird. But, um, she became a sex pest. <laughs> Possibly, because, well, leading into number five, the first time we see her in five, she's in the shower almost running. It's the first time you see, well, like, see her tits. So she gets her tits out in, in five, which is always a plus. And she, she's yeah, like, at the her... beginning of five, it's like softcore porn. You like see yeah. all like bodies and shapes, and she's having sex with her boyfriend, Dan. Ooh, ooh, hazy but... blue. And it's just like, fucking but the but the but number five I can't really talk too much about because I tried watching it yesterday, and I end up skipping most of it because it was so bad. Um, right. and I know we don't like shitting on movies, but the whole premise of five is Freddie's trying to uh, take over a baby. Right. What's quite good? Right. I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Right. What's quite good with this mm-hmm. is that baby is asleep so many hours in the day it's like 70 percent of the day uh, the baby in utero is asleep so freddie is actually playing on the the the, the sleep patterns of the baby mm-hmm. as opposed to alice herself and that's how because she, she doesn't understand like well i haven't been asleep why has like my friend been force fed loads of food where she's like she becomes get fat and shit and she dies at the fucking dining room table and she's like how is how was like how are my friends dying and it's because a fucking baby's a kip all the time give it a shake you know what i mean <laughs> what was, for does... an instant for a second i thought you were talking about yourself no <laughs> <laughs> well do you know what i will actually say something when i was watching uh rest craven's uh, new nightmare i found it very unsettling mm-hmm. Yes. Having having a child myself and and what goes on, but we'll talk about later. But yeah. I am. Um, it's it's just yet again we've got this fucking nun kicking about. The nun got it wrong the last time, so it's not about kind of. You need to find the remains of Amanda because Amanda hasn't been put to rest. Mm-hmm. His mother, his mother's like the the remains are locked in the like asylum fucking tower. So that's another kind of side edge to it, but. As I said, uh, Freddie's like taking over the baby and she has dreams, this Alice of and mm-hmm. she's a queer looking child. Very strange yes. looking looking creature in her dreams. And she's like, Oh, he's like, I'm called Jacob. And she went, Oh, Jacob, that's that's the name I like. So basically she meets her son who's in like kind of like about five or six mm-hmm. in the dreams and he, he knows things. And she's like, Well, how do you know these things? And 
So basically, Freddie's taking over her baby and trying to make it into his baby. So he starts like kind of appearing with like scars on his face, reminiscent of like Freddie oh Beanie's <laughs> dad. Oh but, my gosh! <laughs> but, but the kid, it's the it's the kid from Jurassic Park who goes talks what? about the talks about the raptor being not scary, and he go and uh, oh and yeah, he, and he goes up with the Scott, but it's the same kid from that who's in it, and it's kind of like because I was recognising, I was like, I was, that's Jurassic Park kid. That's that's all a reference foot point now. But yeah, um, I'll I'll admit. This is when Freddy, like the characters, become unlikable. I think, like, say the because then you start rooting for Freddy more, and that was kind of like the flip side where Freddy become less scary and more kill these bitches. And and uh, ironically, this is where um, was it um, the guy, the uh, comic book guy, does some research, and it's um, it's one of the first clippings that you see that Freddy's dubbed as a uh, child molester. Yes. Um. So that I found that quite. Um, you know, it's it's a, it's a thing that you could like overlook, mm-hmm. but it kind of plays close to home if you do recognise it because obviously there's a child involved as well in in this sort of dream thing. I must mention one of the deaths, and that's a, a boyfriend who she's pregnant to, Dan. Mm-hmm. He basically becomes becomes a fucking centibite on a <laughs> motorbike. He's on a motorbike going to pick her up, and he's having a night. Well, he's in van really, and then he finds a motorbike and dream shit. Anyway, and <laughs> just all the, all the pipes like got into it and inject him with fuel, and all his fucking hair comes out, his skin comes off, and he looks like a centipede. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> it's the most metal of all the deaths, and I quite appreciated that centipede on a bike. Certainly, but. Because as I said, that's going to be a sound bike. Send a bike for on a bike. Send um, a bike. <laughs> but it's quite a good reference though, because with the uh, Hellraiser coming out next week, the new mm. one that's looking quite entertaining. Was oh, it next week? Next week, I believe. Ooh. It's only a week away. But uh, but yes. So moving on, because as I said, I couldn't get away with five, and I don't ah, want to be shitting on a movie. So, but this is the one where, like, say. Freddy actually become big again. This is the mo- last the, the movie that went back to the cinema. So Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare, actually got a cinema release in the UK, and it was produced big because they put money under it because they went three D. Three D. Ah, right. And fucking stupid. Hey, the, Jason did it. <laughs> but not all. But the, Jason would done the whole movie. Freddy done it in places where. He actually told they told you when to put the glasses on. Oh, so they did it by they did it by um, like like we'll give get to the premise of the thing, but they they give the the main uh, like say I'll put um, careful (laughs) (laughs) not a clip, not the clip. I just put a picture, Uh, not Nancy. uh, It was uh, her, Um, Freddie's daughter, uh, who we found out in it. uh, She put the like said oh to see all the magic around you, put these glasses on and they give her 3D glasses. And when she's like, what, these are just 3D glasses. Good. Oh, in your dreams, there'll be something special. And that was like the the reference point for us to put our 3D glasses on to get experience the 3D magicness of Freddy in 3D. And the 3D magicness is basically three fucking tadpoles, right? <laughs> Given it this. They're like dream, fucking ancient dream creatures who gave like Freddy's fucking power, mm-hmm. and they're just fucking tadpoles. 
with gif. It's worse than the dog with the baby faces, you know what I mean? Yeah. These bloody After tadpoles. what I've just seen there, are you sure? <laughs> I haven't got a it's picture ridiculous. of them, but it does go ridiculous. But I actually like this one when I, I, I when I watched it back. It, it it was silly. It was entertaining. Like the whole premise, because I remember as well being looking forward to this one because I wasn't quite old enough to see it at the pictures, but they had like all the interviews with like on the Jonathan Ross show and stuff like that. So oh. I was showing all the big clips because they had like the Wizard of Oz reference in this one as well. Yes. Um, and, and a uh, lot of cameos. You've got Johnny Depp returning. Johnny Depp um, was on and um, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper is Freddie's dad. Um, Why have I never heard of this? <laughs> have you been asleep? <laughs> no, like today I got the shock of me like when Paul mentioned today. There's nine of them. Mm-hmm. It's like Jason all over again. I'm finding films that I didn't even know existed. But this was your choice to do as well, though. No. <laughs> I, really, I know because I genuinely thought, like, I was like, I can do this. Like, I've seen quite a few. Like, I've, I've seen probably three. more. I've probably seen more than what I have done with Jason. And then Paul was like, No, there's nine. Nine. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck are they came from? Yeah, that Kelly forgot about Jason, uh, Freddy versus Jason, and the remix. You know what? I didn't forget. I just I couldn't anymore. Like, I just thought I can't. I can't. <laughs> just couldn't do it i do like the premise of this um Mm -hmm. it could be remade to be like really weird and creepy as Mm -hmm. as opposed to being hideously comical because i think over time um freddie has become like a bit of a um sort of like a joke he's a joke and he'll say it himself though yeah And, and and the thing is Sometimes that doesn't work, but it worked with Freddie and it still maintained popularity, etc. Yeah. But uh, I mean, with this, it's like set in the future, so 10 years from now, and um, Springwood is devoid of kids. No yeah. kids live there. <gasps> um, let's go! <laughs> Love you, Kelly. But let's go! <laughs> because <laughs> because they, they die. So they mm-hmm. don't have kids there because that, like, because when they do go there, because they find this um the, this character who's um got amnesia, all right, and he's had dreams about Freddy. They call him John Doe, and they're like, right, okay. He recognizes a water um tower, yeah, tower the tower. thing, mm-hmm. right, one of them. And she was like, right, <laughs> we're going to take you back to this place that you keep seeing, you know, trying to recover your memories. So that I'll go on a fucking field trip to fucking Springwood. And they have like this kind of like county fair. They fuck kids. There's like clowns and stuff, and then Rosette's like, oh, it's a child. <laughs> but then they go in the school as well, and there's a teacher teaching a class about Freddy. Teaching a class about Freddy, but then he's get doesn't realise these people are in there. Um but it's got the guy out of Clueless as well, one of the stoners out of Clueless in as well. Brecken Brecken Wire is that his mm. name? Yeah, it was one of his first films. But these deaths as well, because um, again, with the Freddy movies, what you expect is, like, when you th- when you hear like Freddy in slasher movies, you think loads and loads of deaths and loads of countless kills. Mm-hmm. There's not that many kills in these movies, but it gives um, the 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 two big ones, like say the what there's one that's really comical, like Bretton Myers, his one where it's basically he's a, inside of a computer game is. Utterly ridiculous, but utterly and fun he's at the same. Going around the house, and he's like spinning around, and like, like he's in a, like like he's in Mario Brothers. But the one that freaked me out a lot was uh, the kid with the hearing aid. Oh, 
Oh, Cause, fucking cause, hell. Because they start off, they get a, like it's like his mum with an a, a, a earbud and it puts the earbud almost through his brain. Stop looking at the... Because he was stuff. abused by his parents and, yeah. and that's oh. why he was deaf. Yeah. Uh, oh. So he puts it all the way through. Yeah. And then he finds it, uh, well, he finds his hearing aid, but it's actually a Freddy hearing aid. So it like yeah. fucking attaches and he, he's just super duper sensitive to every noise. And he's in the boiler room and um, Freddy drops a pin. Yeah. And he jumps and he catches it and he's like, oh God. And then Freddy drops a handful of pins and it's like fucking nuclear war. Mm. And, he, and you see and blood like, come out of his eyes, his nose and stuff. <sighs> And then Freddy's down there and he's like pulling this chalkboard and making this chalkboard larger. And he starts like teasing that he's going to scrape it on. And you just see him, he's going, please don't mind. He's begging with Freddy. And it's horrific to watch. Like, say, the oh. premise of it is just absolutely. Because his head blows up. <laughs> yeah, because of the sound. Um, oh, I but... saw that death today. It only showed you part of it because it's on YouTube. So they're like, they didn't show the full, like, Mm-hmm. But you could see like his ears expanding. Yeah. Um, it also showed the comic book death as well. Mm-hmm. And he cut some of that. Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah, oh, that's that number, was that's hilarious. Number five. Hmm. Number five. But, yeah, that was a good one. But they don't actually show, like, with this one, and that always threw me because when they die, the bodies kind of disappear. Imagine. Yes, there's like yeah. no evidence of them. It's just like they're gone. Mm-hmm. So again, the change that- in the law and the changing mm. like, say, the, the things. Um, but then we find the backstory of like Freddy a little bit more. You find out what he was like as a kid. They go all Rob Zombie on us and it pisses off a little bit because it says all, oh, but Freddy was abused as a child. Uh, he's killing hamsters with hammers. Um, and then basically. It's always got to be an explanation, doesn't there? Yeah. Self-harming. There's, there's self-harming there. And then like his dad, well, uh, Alice Cooper. The one who's took him in is being yeah. abusive. Yeah. And he's like, please, thank you, Daddy. Can I have more and stuff? And Alice Cooper's just whipping away and it's just strange. And then yeah. you see him with um his daughter, I can't remember her name in the movie, but and Maggie. Maggie. And he, she like because uh, in the movie Freddie's got a wife, she's never had a wife all the way through the franchise, but now he's got a wife. I know. And she finds his work top and his, like, his pictures and stuff downstairs. So he's telling, tells his daughter, Maggie, I'll go inside. I've got to give mummy a medicine. And then she comes back outside and you see him choking the life out of her mother and killing her. Mm. And, then, and he's going, like, sinister going, you're not going to tell on me. And he's going, no, daddy, I won't tell on you. And and she does. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking grass. But this, <laughs> <laughs> grassy. But this is where I thought, wait there, Freddie, didn't I fucking tap the piss? Because um, he said he killed all the children because his child was taken from him. So mm-hmm. it was his job to take other people's children from them. I was just like, wait a fucking minute. Mm-hmm. Your wife went in your fucking basement. You were already doing it. So did I fucking pull that fast one with me, right? <laughs> didn't it? Didn't try and mess with Kelly here. Didn't fuck I know me fucking Freddy for us, right? Didn't fucking start. But I mean, I, I do kind of see where they were like coming from and trying. Um, but it just it just fell a bit flat. But it's, it's this idea that um, in order to maintain his hold over people, 
um, he's made like a kind of pact with mm-hmm. these dream demons who give him this power. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tadpoles basically and she <laughs> goes into this 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 poster that's in there um, one of the offices and it's it's like oh was it it's um like great mythology and stuff like that yeah it? it's like mythology so like the very basis of evil mm-hmm. um and the fact that like he's kind of like almost like sold his soul to the devil really so he can kind of continue to like wreak havoc on okay. the lives, like just continue his legacy, and he would go and, so and be, be immortal or something like that. That, <clears throat> that was the whole. Yes, uh huh. But again, like I said, to end, like to end the movie, they went back to the old trope because I don't think they know how to kill Freddy off without bringing him back to the real world. So with everyone, mm. they've all got to hug Freddy and bring him into the real world, which gets old after a bit of time. And when they do. They have this fight scene where, like, say that she's bringing the shit out of Freddy with any like tool they can find. Um, I just like a fucking uh, knife thrower out of a fucking circus, and he's like, <laughs> fucking throwing knives and shit. I like, do know which one this is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I've then uh, like Freddy's acting all like, oh, this is the real world as well. But then all of a mm. sudden, uh, he's like climbing on the ceiling, and it's kind of like. You can't have it both ways, Mr. F- Mr. Kruger here. Uh, <laughs> exactly. exactly. But then gonna... uh, the killing, like how he dies in this one is entertaining though, because she sticks a, a pipe bomb in his throat and gives him a kiss, says, uh, Good- goodbye, daddy, or something like that. And she sets off and, you- and he sees his head blow up and these tadpoles get blown out of his head. So <laughs> that's the end of the 3D moment as well, because the 3D glasses come back. And then it's like, see, cause it was... Did this come out before or after Jason Goes to Hell? Oh, right, God. the year that it was, was uh, released was um, 1991. Yeah, so what time was Jason Goes to Hell? I'm going to tell you, in 1993. So, right, so yeah, so Jason Goes to Hell, and we got the tease that, um, like I say, when like Jason was finally killed, and his mask's there, and you see Freddy's hand come out of the uh, at the ground and says, Get, "Come, come to hell or come, come to hell now, bitch." Um, and he, and then it's teasing like Freddy versus Jason. That started the years and years of rumors that we want to get Freddy versus yeah. Jason. Um, it took a while for them to get the fucking asses in action to create it. it was, apparently, there was a lot of like issues with like yeah. scripts and stuff trying to find the perfect way to to mm. join these two forces because it wasn't it wasn't just them two that they wanted to do. They wanted to bring somebody else in. Mm-hmm. But they could only get them two, and they could only mar- marry them two together. You couldn't explain why Ash was there or why a Cenobite had come, even though you can with the Cenobites, but in a way. But yeah, it was to do with scripting, it was to do with budget, it was to do with all sorts. Mm-hmm. We got it though. Fucking yeah. got it though. Got it. But, got be- it. but before that, we did get. Um, like say a new nightmare because uh, that one was uh, like where's Craven getting his hands back on the Freddy franchise and deciding he wanted to do something a bit different and we got yeah. the return of Nancy but not as Nancy as the uh, actress as, as Heather Nancy. as Heather, Heather. yes um, so this was basically what would Freddy Freddy Krueger be like if he was in the real world because there was yes. supposed to be in production of a new Freddy, Freddy movie that Wes was making because he was having nightmares again because they made it all about, like, say, them, and it was about uh, Fre- Freddy's uh, Nancy's kid going all creepy and shit. 
Yeah, it was incredible. It was meant to be meta, wasn't it? Like really. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember this coming out and thinking, perfect. I can jump on the franchise here. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is where I can really get in on the franchise. Yeah. I can get on it here. And I watched it and went, wow. Mm -hmm. Choices. I think this one's one of the better movies. This was one of the better movies. Uh, We've got a scarier looking Freddy. um, But it was, again, I I might be getting the wrong reference here, but I got a big vibes of Alice in Wonderland in this movie. Um, Very sort of, um, was it um, not nursery rhyme, but more like fairy tales? It was um, the little kid, uh, Dylan, loves Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea of the red. The breadcrumbs, um, the witch in the fire, the oven, you know, so there's certain things that, and when she's reading the book to him, she was like, eh, this is a bit gory, and I'm thinking, eh, are you seeing what films you've been in? You know what I mean? And you think Hansel and Gretel's got fucking problems. You know what I mean? Are you fucking tapped? <laughs> to be fair though the grim fairy tale was a bit more brutal than what we got in the story tales <laughs> oh, well, definitely i mean you do have like it's renowned that uh you know kind of you know the grim fairy tales i mean the little mermaid was just oh. like absolutely Whoa. disgusting i mean she fucking her feet bled like she mm. traded in her tail for yeah. legs and her feet bled all the time i was just like that's fucking attractive <laughs> hello prince look at my bleeding feet <laughs> you know it's just uh, but um i did like that because it tied in with obviously like the 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 main feature of of this is freddie taking control of a child and mm-hmm. do you know what i always say like I remember watching this and not being affected by it, but now I've got my own sort of like yeah, it's gonna be different. You know, but he's not yeah. sort of four; he is four. Um, <laughs> and I just think, like, you know, I wouldn't let him watch, you know, kind of Freddy films or or anything. But then I think back to when I saw Freddy films. Yeah. I, mean, I was watching Freddy films when I was like seven or eight. The world is so you different. Know what I mean? on the, yeah, on the slide. The world is I just. just think, I think exactly the same. Like I was watching horror from a really young age, and if I was a mum now, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be letting that shit go down because the world is just so different. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, but it did. This actually <laughs> was a point where I was watching it yesterday. Um, Adam was taking the burn out of the park. He's like, Daddy, I want to go to a park with a slide. And I was like, right, you go. I'll watch fucking this. I'll watch me homework. <laughs> I was watching it. And then I went outside to peg some washing out. And I came back, like, press pause, went, peg some washing out, came back. And I just heard the tap, like, running. And I was just like, and I got really like freaked out. Oh, Adam just came home because he needed a piss and he couldn't piss in the bush because there was too many fucking kids there. So he came home to have a wee and then go back to the park. And he was like, "You're all right, yeah. pet." Yeah, I nearly fucking shit myself. I was <laughs> like, "Why did you do this? Why?" Why? I would have like, instantly. <laughs> I would have instantly thought my house was haunted. That would have been it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been it. My house is haunted. But it's absolutely awful, like seeing the the emotional like kind of trauma this kid's going through. And obviously he's he's not going to sleep, so you see that effect of sleep deprivation. And the thing he's got schizophrenia, and you just yeah. think, fuck me, this is an innocent, defenseless kid. Yeah, you know, and it's just like it really like pulls on you. Um, mm-hmm. they still don't kind of kind of push on the the child's molester thing here because they just kind of um 
just this idea that they're doing this film. I mean, it, it's really weird kind of seeing like Robert England like as him. As him. Yeah. It's so weird. He's got such a beautiful voice as well, hasn't he? Like, oh, take the Freddy out of him. He's got such a beautiful tone to him. Ah, he just he's a gentleman he's an yeah, absolute, like, he is, he's he totally really not is. his he's not freddy mm-hmm. and i think that was like really key to see that um but i mean you've got like heather married to chase who's like a fx guy and he's working on a new glove she dreams about the new glove before and then mm-hmm. he's involved in a terrible accident mm-hmm. and he's mangled in a car but he's got the fucking you know the freddy nails like mm-hmm. the, the yeah. scarring on him so it's just it's little things like that but what really like freaks me out is when the band just sleepwalks all the time yeah and yeah. he's watching yeah. the tv and the I don't know what channel they've got. They must have a nightmare on Elm Street channel on their fucking telly. Like, it's always on the bloody telly, the, the, yeah. the films. And he's watching the films, and it's just like, you know, like Tina in the body bag, and mm. he's dancing, and he's singing the, the nursery rhyme, and it's just the way it comes out of his mouth. It's just like, oh, my, you know, it's not him. And it's, it, yeah. it's just, it's, it's fucking awful. No, like, that's, it's, it's, it's a very different, it's, very different way of looking at it. Yeah, it's definitely like say more brutal. As I said, this was more like as you said the horror movie aspect, but it, it brought it to home and brought it more realistic. And I don't think a lot of audience liked it that way because they went more like the jokey yeah. Freddy. Wanted the comedy, the one the, 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 the campy aspect to it. I do remember the advertisements for this. Mind, I was fucking pumped. I remember when the trailers came out. Like if it was shown on telly, it was oh, I was when. I generally can't remember going how I saw it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do remember I saw it when I because I really wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. Um and even when I think back now, it's like it's like piercing together memories of this <laughs> moment. Memories. <laughs> but, but yeah, like I say one of these it was up there kind of brought the franchise back, but I think at the time it, it flopped big style because it wasn't what people watched. But I think if people watched it back now, it was we probably will get it a bit more, but then a new appreciation, yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely. Mm-hmm. But then we moved on, like through the years, with like with the Freddy Wilderness, where we didn't have any nightmares on Elm Street or anything, till the brought back Freddy versus Jason, which fuck yeah, again is. I'll be honest, when I watched it, I I was expecting a shit show, and we didn't get a shit show. The only which fuck no. The only thing that was bad about it was a bit of hokey CGI that they could have done without. Like yeah. The, like the worm and stuff. But the whole premise is the whole, uh, I'd say, the, the world now don't believe in Freddy, so no one's scared of Freddy. So Freddy decides that he's going to branch out, even though he wasn't able to branch out before. He, he, goes he uses... Yeah, he's going to make them remember. But how close yeah. is Camp Crystal Creek to Elm Street? Because fuck, if you like, lived in yeah, that area, that's court, really close. Close. next door. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> where they went for their summer holidays. Like, you know, when the kids go and like camp and that, that's probably where they went. I fucking adore this film. I cannot say a bad word against it. I am um, even the whole Kelly Rowland's got your nose. Um, <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> I was just devastated that it didn't actually happen. It happened in a dream, but it didn't happen in life. But it's kind of said it's, that it's when the nose Freddy's comes off. And his power is a bit impotent. He needs to have more power before he can actually, you know, because he tries to kill the the second guy. Because I know the first death is he's a fucking arsehole. 
boyfriend and he yeah. gets like sandwiched in his bed like gets like snapped in yeah. half sort of thing and then the other one um like, that's he's falls sad, asleep that on the porch mm-hmm. and freddie tries to get him but he's, he doesn't have his power no, so that's because Jason's gets, beat you know, him to Jason beat him to the punch. That was it. Jason was be, Jason was getting there beforehand. Um, the fight scene at the end is one of the greatest fight scenes ever. Oh Hands God, down. it is! Oh, the brilliant. Only, the only question I've got, because all of a sudden, like Freddy's always had these powers in dreams and been great using them, but when he's fighting Jason, he can manipulate Jason and throw him out without touching him. He's never done that to anyone that he's fought. He's always had to have a physically hand on them. And mm. he's kind of like standing there. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to point. Wasn't that in the boiler room? But it was in Jason's, but it's still but, in the dream, but he's never Jason, done that. Oh, but, so he's never, so J- all right, okay. So Freddie's never done that kind of manipulation in a dream before. Yeah, he that, can that only do it in a dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, but was Jason sleeping? Yeah, was he Jason, knocked out or something? He was, he was put, it was drugged so that he was asleep. But the facts, ah. like say, because because when when Freddy's chased his victims, he's always had to like put his hand on them or throw them around the room or stab them. I just, like say, right. it might be like the the sadist in him and stuff that he was using power. He used his yeah. balls, but this time he was just flinging Jason around with the power of his mind. It was kind of like... Because there was no way he was going to fling Jason around any other way, let's be honest. Like, Jason would just fucking... Like, Jason did end up annihilating him, and I know Freddy did give like put up a good fight, but there ain't no fucking way he could have picked up Jason and start flinging him about. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I love the end scene. I, I don't mind any of the cast either. I know her from Mayor Dawson's Creek is the main... Mm-hmm. Abby in Dawson's Creek loved Abby in Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Um, I thought she, I just she was very endearing. There was mm-hmm. she, especially she can be slightly annoying, but mm-hmm. she's she she grows on you. And um, the boyfriend does annoy you ever so slightly with his dumb face. He has he has what's called dumb face. Yeah, where he just constantly looks stupid. But um, yeah, I love my friend though. Yeah, but I love the callbacks. Like you say, the, the Salem Asylum, uh, like say the drugs that, like say, was Nancy and induced to us, and how they said it was never like approved and stuff, and like, kind of that, like, that element. It was good, mm-hmm. like say, callbacks and good things that they yeah. used. And as you said, the fight scene at the end was probably one of the best fight scenes, especially when Freddy gets dragged out into the real world again. They find that premise, like I say, to grab Freddy and bring him out uh, to the real world. But, he's shite when he's not in dreams, like <laughs> poor sod. But, 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 but as soon as he's in that realisation and Jason's like flinging him about, um, and like I say, when he uses him as a baton ram to take down the whole cabin as well, like puts him through the window and just uses Freddy. It's just hilarious the way they fight. Yeah. Um, and I, the only thing as well that I may be wrong, but <clears throat> they try to use the premise that it was fire versus water, that Freddy was scared oh, of yes, fire. the elements. And Jason, and Jason was scared of water, but Jason's never been scared of water in, in the movies. He's always no, attacked out of the water and stuff like that. Yeah, so. yeah he's used it as a way to hide. Is it not because he drowned? Is it not because he drowned? Drowned. That's how he died. No, no, that's how he died. But in the movies, oh right, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Like if he was that scared of water, why would he? Why would he hang about with Crystal Lake? Touche. (laughs) Movie magic. (laughs) Uh, The questions that don't need to be answered. Um, (laughs) I I just love this film so much. I I took like a wide berth on it for a while because it is one of those movies where you like. I don't think you're meant to like it. Mm-hmm. No. 
I really generally don't think you're meant to like it. I think it's meant to be looked as a bit of a joke. But I watched be, it a, a yeah, few years be, ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say this came after Freddy uh, Jason X, though, didn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's, I know it's just, it comes across, if you watch any list on horror films, it comes across as like a joke film, I, but I watched it a few years ago, and I think I've watched it probably about 10 more times, I like, I really generally enjoy this film, mm-hmm. it's got total mm-hmm. 90s slasher vibes all over it, mm-hmm. what's not to love? <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Proper homage. Oh, proper montage. <laughs> and then, so after after we got that, we'll move on quite quickly uh, for the last one. I because I don't think we're going to say much about this one. Well, I've not um, seen it. Oh, you've not actually watched it, have you not? Which one? The, the new one. The, re- the remake. No. Right. I did not get a chance to watch it, but I did see, I have seen some of the deaths from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I took one look at him and just thought, Meow. But they brought back, uh, like, say, look like cat. They brought back he looked like, a, <laughs> like a melted cat. But he yeah. looked like a cat. But you uh, know what I saw when I first saw him? No, what I thought this is not Freddy Krueger. This is Freddy Krueger. This is fucking wish Freddy. <laughs> fucking wish Freddy. That's what happens when you buy your fucking Freddy mask off Wish. You get Freddy Krueger. So yeah. Him. So what I was trying to say, sorry, um, <laughs> they brought back Nancy and basically. What I didn't understand is the kind of retold Nightmare on Elm Street. I know it was a remake, mm-hmm. and, but they told pretty much the same story. So oh, so it's, it's no pretty different. much, like, say, the characters in, like, some of the deaths are similar. Um, yeah. Like, say, even, like, say, Nancy's blonde friend who dies, dies Chris. in the same way. Chris yeah. dies in the same way. Chris dies like Tina. Yeah. Yep. And it's the kind of like, yeah. I, yeah. Every, all the elements are kind of the same. Except from the lay heavily, heavily on the child abuse on this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Um, aesthetically, man, as much as he looks like a cat, like he has got feline features, you can't mm-hmm. deny it. I, ge- I could see where they were going with this. Like, mm-hmm. I could generally see where they were going um, and what they were trying to do. I will actually watch it because I do want to watch the, um, the two, was it 2015's Friday the 13th? Um, mm-hmm. And I was thinking of watching them two, like, back to back. I yeah. don't know if they ca- even came out around about the same time or not. They're just aesthetic, like the look. Their posters even look quite similar. The it's been out 10 years, I think. This one is 2010, this one, I think. Was it? Yeah, been out yeah. about 10 years. But as a whole, it was a remake. Like, if they were going to remake it, give us a complete new story. Yeah. Like, like give us Freddy Krueger, that bit you can't change. But take us to a different path. They, they used little elements, like say, where it became like more child abuse now, and how yeah. the premise for this one was basically he went after the kids that told on him. Yeah. So that was that was the thing. Oh, because, right. But the, but they switched it around because the kids couldn't remember it. And saying, did we make this up? Did we get Freddie mm-hmm. killed? Is that why they're mad? And then when they find these little storage thing, they find all the photographs that Freddie had taken of of his favorite Nancy, kids. and they realized that we didn't. He's not he doing guilty. this. It's, it's he's not doing this because we lied. We're doing this because we told the truth. Yeah. yeah. So stitches yeah. get snitches. Snitches yeah. get stitches. Yeah. That was the whole premise, yeah. but it's it's not. I would say if if you hadn't seen any of the Nightmare on Elm Street films, you yes. would probably enjoy it because it's a good. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's a good standalone. But for them to make a remake, but use so many elements, not just like like characters from the first film mm. and just do them not 
And the, again, I hate saying this, all the teenagers were very unlikable. Yeah. Like there was yeah. not one person you thought, oh, I'm sad they're gone. You were just like, mm, fuck yeah. Kill you yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was almost like it it, it they tried to pay homage to mm. the franchise, but it just ended up coming a lot across as a bit of a rip-off. Mm-hmm. Um I do totally understand what you're saying. Um I do think if it was an audience who had never seen Freddy before. Mm-hmm. Um it's a little bit like why people were disappointed with New Nightmare. They wanted, you know, the funny Freddy. And in this, um obviously with the molestation, like it, like, you know, kind of thing was very, was very, very was much very like uh, it was very uncomfortable. For, uh, and all of it he tried to do kind of like Freddy isms, but mm-hmm. they just came across as like really crass. So you've got yeah. like Nancy going, fuck fuck you and he was was it fuck you and he goes um oh that would be fun and you think that mm-hmm. could have got away with the other freddy but with this one no yeah. because you know that, that's like yeah there was a line i watched today you want to yeah there was a line that the line was skin, skin crawl today it was uh, when he's got nancy pinned on the bed and he's good yeah uh, you keep your you, you voice was it your your voice says no, but your body says yes. Ooh. As he's running uh-huh. his, his glove up and down a leg, I was like, oh, this is no. But um, but, that's, nah. uh, but that's the thing the levels was. But with uh, with Freddy as well, it it, it, it it was more sinister. It was more creepy. So I think, what, um, mm-hmm. I can't pronounce it, Jackie L. Oh, the guy who played Haley. Haley. Oh, Jackie Haley. Yeah, who played Rorschach. He did a good character and like say, as Freddy as that performance was great, it's just there was nothing likable to where you wanted the kids to live, if that makes sense. And yeah. that's what you need. Yeah. Uh, characters and if this did this stand alone, but what thing that did really well, and I think what other the other films missed out on, they played on the fact of lack of sleep and they went right, they researched then 70 hours you'll start a micro nap and then micro naps, yeah. And yeah. if you don't and if you don't like get the sleep, your body will go into a coma and you'll automatically sleep. And that's why they use adrenaline and, and stuff like that to try and oh keep it. So it takes it to that level where it's like, right, that's new, that's interesting, that makes it more appealing. Yeah. Why Scientific really use and science and, and knowledge of like obviously the increase of knowledge that we have from, you know, 84 to now, mm-hmm. you know, and this idea of needing that micro up, it makes it more harrowing because they honestly think they're awake. Mm-hmm. But they're asleep because they're having this micro nap, and that's when he can kind of like mm-hmm. get a hold of them. That's for terrifying, that though. That yeah. is that is the 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 like the way that you've described it there makes that more terrifying. So I guess that's not what you get in the new one. Not, it's, that's what they try and do, but you don't care. That's the thing. Yeah, because, with, oh, with, right, with, okay. So, so if you're not in a horror film, the best thing to do to scare you is care, make you care about your victims. Uh huh. And none of the yeah, people, like, like say, and again, when like the friends are getting brutalized and killed, the parents are just like, yeah, like moving them across, ignore, the, it. They, they ignore it. And they had some yeah. decent actors and actresses in this as well. Like, if you watch oh, back, the mother, the mother, like, say, mother was in American Horror Story the first season, she played yep. the wife. The um, oh, um, oh, she, red hair, yes, yeah. yes, and, and she's again plays a decent part, but. It's it's doesn't not like an alcohol. It doesn't doesn't work, and it's kind of like oh, I'm bored, and that's that's that was what you don't want to be. And again, oh. when you watch Freddy, I think that's basically the Freddy franchise now. When you watch it back, it's all hype, and yeah. it's the hype that we lived through through the eighties, 
of basically having like like living through that Freddy explosion because mm-hmm. as I said at the start of this literally Freddy you could not go anywhere we're seeing Freddy Krueger advertised no. t-shirts yeah. video tapes and and, the, the, and like as you said the visuals was always brilliantly but it kind of when you watch the films back now it's very much of the time very much of the yeah, 80s it's... which yeah, yeah. to me coming from an 80s guy isn't a bad thing but when it comes to things that like certain movies and stuff mm-hmm. it doesn't quite work as well as like the halloweens or even yeah friday yeah. the 13th well, well as we're sounding like we're wrapping this up i have a question for you is so now we had the halloween we're having all these remakes done halloween's done all right it's doing mm-hmm. okay texas chainsaw massacre yeah it was <laughs> it was it had some choices but it's there it's it, you know it got released it looks like jason's gonna have an upcoming movie back again do you think there will be a place for Freddy? And if so, do you think he'll come back, Robert England, and and don the the glove one more time? Well, the Never. Bloom House, the Bloom House has already said that he can get him. So I would say, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't. Really? And I think with, oh, with the way that I'm he was just... in Stranger Things, come on. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. What I do. I'm I'm of that controversial. What is done? is done i see the freddy films as a legacy of a decade long gone you know you have you know like some things it's just like if it ain't broke don't fix them um i like Mm -hmm. the way they are and i think if people do watch them back they will be transported back to the way it was in the eighties, you know. Um, I always think with just with, don't watch them all over a short space of time. <laughs> no, because it'll fucking drive you mental. I'm seeing like pictures of Freddy, you know, like we've got like this marble effect in the fucking bathroom. There's a fucking Freddy face right down next to the fucking bathroom cabinet. It pisses me off. Do you anyway? Do you feel Kelly that you've getting getting news out of your notes? Because I. Like, <laughs> Seeing ah. how much that you've wrote, like I was really hoping that you got a lot of use <laughs> to use them in this podcast, so you haven't had a wasted week. Basically, <laughs> it, it just what I did. It was just more of a, like an aid memoir, like just kind of <laughs> this happened, this happened, this happened. Kelly, release your notebooks as pub- publish your notebooks. <laughs> I'll read them. But, <laughs> but, but to answer Sam's question, like cause I know Kelly gave her answer. My answer would be, I think, like see, there's definitely a, there's definitely a market for it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I, I definitely think it makes like, it. There's enough money that the Bloom Houses can like they've shown success in the Halloween. Mm-hmm. Just tell a different story though. Yeah, give it yeah. a different tale. Don't rehash everything that we've had. I think I don't really think if it was Bloom House, they'd do it. Like say, make it scary again though. Like say, have the cheese factor in there because like say, if you're going to have Robert England back, there's no point having Robert England back if you're not going to have like the comments when it says bitch and stuff like that. Yeah. Give us that. <laughs> But again, give us like say, make the keels stupider, make the dreams weirder. That that's yeah. the way I would do it. Just don't or make, make it ask- more up to date. Like you know, I know in the um the remake there was like a webcam death, mm-hmm. which is obviously like bringing in the like technological innovations yeah. that we've had over time. So I don't know, like on someone's nightmare, not fucking getting enough likes on fucking Facebook or something. Yeah, or, the like, panic of social fucking, media. Like, I, I totally agree with yeah. I totally agree with what Paul's saying. Is like, and I do believe that, especially with the way that things with with Blumhouse and what they're releasing, I think they would do a whole new, not a reinvention, not like you know, 
they're not going to completely change it, but they're going to subtly give you what you want, but add in more, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah? I think just making it up, to, if it was a case of like, just, I always, a little bit like books, it's a microcosm of a particular time in society. Yeah. And I do think Freddie was a particular time in society you see you know kind of the stuff that meant stuff to people you know what I mean like and the relationships they had I know it sounds after fashions yeah no I totally I totally get that that. so yeah just don't kind of take a death and like the same one but make it up to date come up with something new come up with something different we don't need to pay homage anymore Mm. take that character and as you say, do something new with it. Mm-hmm. But I know, think but... the idea, like as as we've said before, the idea is fucking terrifying. Like being your yeah. nightmares coming to get you, and then yeah. you can't stay awake and long enough to stay away from the nightmares. That premise alone should be an exceptional horror movie. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as we did, we've got elements. When you look back all the way through the nine films. There's elements of an exceptional horror movie in there, but it's just been taken over with campness, silliness, fun t- elements as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's it's kind of like they've had this idea and they've stuck to the one note where they could have took it further. Yeah, that's, it's like the promise. This is the idea of someone that's attacking you in your dreams, but then your dreams are in the same thing every time, and you can't mm-hmm. control or because um, you know what you, your dreams like. It shifts so quickly and like it's like stop oh, start. 100%. You, you yeah. don't, you, you sometimes you feel you're in control, sometimes you feel like you're not in control. Powerless. Give us, give us them elements, and that would be like, as I said, one of the scariest films you could ever see. Oh, if I saw someone with a mobile phone in a like dream state, I'd be shitting me pants for them because I know fine well I can't use a mobile phone in my dream. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a, I cannot use a phone. I can't dial numbers or anything. So if I see that, that's it. <laughs> game it's over, man. Game over. <laughs> at the minute I've been having like crazy dreams. Oh, um, pregnancy dreams. Not because of not because of Freddie, but um, obviously like pregnancy does it and um I'm having this recurring dream of being in college and not doing my history coursework and not attending oh, the no. lesson all year. <laughs> and there's three weeks left. And I'm saying, I'll do the coursework. And they're like, you don't know anything about history. <laughs> and I'm just like, but I'll get the book out. I'll just I'll just do a half hour. And I've had this. Fuck knows what it means. I don't know what this dream is trying to tell me. No, like counting count down to your duties, like... No, but just this idea that it's, it's history. It's this lesson that I haven't been to and I need three year levels and I'm only going to get two. Oh, no. And it's just like you need it. But it's just this. It's Well, I need like more. If anyone in the chat, know, if anyone like... in the chat wants to uh, diagnose that one, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but just to round up because I know I've had Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. So if you were going to have Freddy versus any other like characters, could be horror, could be any type of like fictional character ever, who would you have him up against? I... <laughs> well, the podcast wants Kelly. Um, I would. Um... But Kelly's not a fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's so a Freddy... really fucking good question. It is, Freddy. I'd love to. I'd, I'd... As it's probably really obvious, I'd just love to see what Michael Myers could do to him, like how much Myers could fuck him up. 
I just I don't it'll probably but be really boring but, it, but but in essence it's the same fight we've just seen I know, with Jason. I know. So uh-huh. I don't I'll, know I'll, 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 I'll throw this out there. Freddy versus Beetlejuice. Ah <laughs> that's brilliant. See what Freddy can do with like in the dream world with with the ghost. With the most with the ghost for the most ghost for the most Okay, that's my pick. That's my pick. I picked that. I was thinking down the Tim Burton line, um, like the Mars attacks, fucking aliens. Oh gosh! Imagine like that. If you want to just go fucking big, go King Kong. Yeah, Freddy versus King Kong. Imagine, imagine King Kong's dream. What does what does King Kong dream of? Bananas and blondes. Bananas. (laughs) (laughs) Towers. (laughs) I love that Beetlejuice one, though. You you put some thought into that one. That's really good. That. Yeah, just to, I like I don't know. But I'd like to say two sex pests after each other. I do. I, I'm <laughs> just thinking there, Pennywise as well might be. Oh, yes. That might be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. With each other's heads and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I like, I changed my mind, Michael Myers. Fuck that. Pennywise. <laughs> Pennywise. Yeah, so thank you very much, Kelly, for doing all the research. Oh, thank you. It's been an Kelly. absolute pleasure, as always. Oh, <laughs> the pleasure is all ours because you've been amazing. It's been, It'll be so another fun. year till I watch them fucking films, I tell you. <laughs> A year. <laughs> but yes, uh, next week we are delving into another realm of darkness i don't know if i've got anything planned during the week or if i can fit anything in <laughs> depends Wait, what if we can, can put anything in you'll be you'll be the first to know um <laughs> but next week is the return of my mm. sister yes and grant on the same one as well good uh, yes. uh we're doing uh like serial killers so we're not yeah. going to do like our favorite serial killers we're not oh good god no. no no that's going to try and keep it a bit more ta- uh, classy than that but yes. we are going to have a discussion about serial killers how like the boom of yeah. like popularity with people's obsession with them and yeah. having that tri- type of conversation just to see yeah. like, um, why we think it's so good. So it is a morbid topic. So It is, and I think the rise of the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary is a perfect time to have this conversation about these types of programs mm-hmm. that we are getting, the boom in serial killers. It's going to be very um, mm-hmm. interesting Yes, yeah. but that, that's an interesting comment, not to, because we're going to go into it more next week, because yeah. that's going to be the argument, because I don't see the Jeffrey Dahmer one as a documentary. It is basically like a... No, a, no, a, yeah, re- so yeah, that's like going to be that's going to yeah. be the whole topic of conversation, <laughs> so We're going to try and have not too many arguments with Michaela. Love you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm she said... Podcast right now, actually, uh, last podcast on the left, are redoing um, Fred and Rose it, West. Did an episode on Fred and Rose West, and I'm, I'm on the second. Or uh, and do you know what? It's um, it is absolutely because I remember as a child, like it boom, like it was in the newspapers because they found all the bodies and yeah. stuff around this is... the time when I was about six or seven. Yeah, so it's something but... that actually is in my like kind of. Lifetime. Yeah, really good episode no. as well, by the way. I uh, know the first one they did was brilliant, but this is just fantastic. Um, so that is next week. If we can fit anything in during the week, we will. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and and I am going to ban Sam from watching the chat this next week because the, the chat have been very naughty and just try to get a laugh all the way through. Yeah. So, really? Yeah. So Bastard all they've done class. is is basically Goodwill, Beth, 
Donna, Lee, you, Lee, you little shits. Um, you're on the naughty step for all years. Um, I've been finding it fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, especially the one, two, Paul's coming for you song that they put this sang through the middle of it was fucking genius. And um, you guys have been absolutely brilliant tonight. Thank you very much for joining us. Yes, same bad time, same bad channel. And just remember, guys, it's only a dream. Stay ready, <laughs> everyone. Bye. Welcome Bye. to prime time, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>